Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Sky Power. BB48. My whole chat. Smoking the feet on the ground radio. Shababa Born. Coming in because we're getting it in tonight. You know, it's Tuesday. We're doing news, news, and more news. Man, we're going to have a nice night tonight. And I mean, ladies, I real relaxed. Going to get it in real smooth with the family. Uh, got a lot of different articles to go over. Family been hitting it up on this past weekend. A lot of different things going on all across the nation. A little this, a little that. But we're going to pull all these things together, give us just a little bit of African perspective, and do what we do over here on Feet on the Ground. And that's just um, keep the people informed. You know what I'm saying? Solid information uh, from an African perspective. And so, you know, that's that's what we do. And we always try to... um, we will be giving the best account of the African struggle that we can. Um, the weekend, over the weekend, we had a lot of different uh, African events going on this weekend. We had uh, we had in Texas, we had the RBG weekend go on. Uh, in in California. Uh, yeah, like a Black Power Cartel weekend going on out in SoCal. Also up in New York, uh, there was a straight Black Pride movement first meeting up there, a little convention up in uh, Brooklyn for a couple of days. Also, so it was it was things to do from the East Coast, West Coast, down South for the family this weekend. So, you know, hopefully everyone was able to get out to all things that they could get out to. If he wasn't able to get out to them, you know, if we always got more events coming up, plan your own event or do your own event, you know what I mean? You know, that's going to stop you from being able to um, interact with the Africans. So uh, with that being said, though, man, we're going to go through the system, see exactly what kind of news we got going on. Um I think I seen my brother out already early in the game. I'm gonna check his check his see on that. Uh, my chat room is open. Let me look in here real quick though. Look in here real quick. Get this thing, get these things together properly. Get anything pulled up? We get some of this uh, some of this news pulled up for the family. I messed around and uh, messed around family and broke my pad. So far this switch back and forth and get the information and get the news. But if you got anything, any news, drop it inside the 
chat room, or if you do, uh, or if you want to, you can come in, party yourself, and, and read the article, and, and then give whatever type of expression of interpretation that you want to give off of it. We're doing that right there. Uh, oh. Early, early, we got it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make sure we get that out of here. Hold on. That out of here early. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me get this. Let me get this right. Because uh, one thing that we're not going to have today is we're not going to have camel holes in the chat room. Um, fucking up. And, uh, you know, in thinking of that, hold on, hold on. That's not what I wanted to do. That's not what I wanted to do. What I wanted to do was I wanted to block the chat and then open up the chat room for the people that I wanted to open it up for. Uh, then that would be the best thing. So... Okay, why you? What's up, um, brother born? You know what I'm saying? It's oh, black power. Black oh, power. Oh, black power. What's um, going on, sister McKee? I'm just trying, no, trying to get uh, this thing right. Yeah, why uh-huh. you do that? I got a got a couple of um stories that I have wanted to to do. All um, right, off. Go ahead, put them in, Queen. The first one, you know, we got the crazy Krakowitz team who's been charged with pressuring. A uh, uh, boyfriend to kill himself. So you know, any any no other normal human being would be like, nah, you know, you shouldn't do that, you know. Um, but this cracker bitch, she, um, let me see, let me get to the part. He was in the car because he died of um, what's that carbon poisoning or whatever in the truck. So mm-hmm. during the suicide, he get out the truck. She tell him to get back in. You know what I'm saying? So her reason, let me find her reasoning for saying for saying what she said. I'm looking. His death is my fault. Like, honestly, I could have stopped him. I was on the phone with him, and he got out the car because it was working, and he got scared. Um, I told him to get back in because I knew he would do it all over again the next day, and I couldn't have him live the way he was living anymore, and I couldn't do it, and I wouldn't let him. That's that's her reason, right? But then it said, like, after she's been going publicly advocating, collecting thousands of dollars for um, suicide prevention, in his name, you know what I'm saying? Well, so this is a this is a. See. Hold on, Sister McKee. Hold on, Sister McKee. <laughs> you telling me? Hold on, hold on. See, see, that's right. I'm gonna make sure we get this shit right. I'm gonna make sure I get this right. You telling me that the the, the cracker is in the truck, killing itself, trying to kill itself through carbon monoxide poisoning. Mm-hmm. He's he's talking to. Is, who is this white woman? Is this his girlfriend? Yeah, it's his girlfriend. He's talking to his girlfriend. She, he gets out the car. He realizes that, y'all, I feel like I'm going down. I feel like I'm dying in here. I'm going to die. 
gets out the car, you know, get his wits back around him. The white bitch talks him back into getting back in the car. Mm-hmm. It says, nah, nigga, nah, 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 I'm cracking. Don't you get out the car because I don't want to talk to you tomorrow. Hold on, she, hold on. Did she say that her reason was because she didn't want to talk to him the next day and he was going to end up doing it again? Yeah. I'm just done with it. I'm just done with it. Just kill yourself. Fuck it. Because I don't want to see you tomorrow living like how you. What the fuck is she living like? What the fuck? God damn. But they charging her with involuntary manslaughter. Oh, Uh, Yeah, they they said it was like over a thousand messages that they found between them, like that's been going going on before that, to where she was telling him to do it. Oh, she's been telling him to kill herself. Yeah. Oh, shit. I ain't going to never tell nobody that shit again. I ain't going to never tell nobody that shit again. I'm telling you, I ain't telling no one for charge like that. I'll never tell nobody, yo, listen, because that's one of my things. I will tell a person, yo, they say some shit to me, I'm like, yo, listen, man, why don't you just go kill yourself then? You know what I'm saying? If you feel like shit, that's what I'm no. I think I would never say that again because I don't want to get caught with the case like that. And volunteer man's Lord, she told come on. And he listened. How can she get took? This joke is a dummy. What the fuck? Crazy, I don't even crazy understand crack that. Of, crazy cracker Tuesday, man. But in her behalf, she already had it set up and planned out how she was going to use him killing himself to get that bread. That's why she like, look, nigga, go ahead. Get your ass back in that car. Car. <laughs> because tomorrow I'm going to get paid off your dumb ass. Yeah, she might be trying to get a reality show or some shit. But hey, we're right, because they be, they be thinking like that. She's trying to get a reality show or something. She might got a book deal coming. But her shit backfired and got her ass locked right the fuck up. Crazy crack of truth, nigga. Oh, man. Crucial, crucial. Yeah, I fell out when I seen it. Never heard of no shit like that, man. Peace. Hello? Hello? Peace. Black Power? All right, Black Power. That shit went out for a second. That went out for a quick second. Okay. Um, The next one I have is another crazy cracker bitch. And she's hold accused on. of forcing, uh, huh? No, hold on, sister. Where was that? You said that was Massachusetts. I want to make sure I get the get the state right where it was at. Yeah, I I put it in the chat room the um the link. So I, you know, I went and did some research because you know to make sure it was a real story. Mhm. Yeah, so it's legit. Oh, you know, they got I, like a new um recording of it with an encoding all that. Oh, yeah, because I, yeah, I, I didn't believe it at first. I'm like, no. Nah. Massachusetts. Damn. I'm like, yeah. like, go ahead, go to the next, go to the next door. That shit, that is, y'all, listen, Tamaru Madness. Now, hey, y'all, listen, fam, we got to put this Tamaru Madness in because, you know, we, we, not the, we ain't the radio station that just won't beat up on black folk. We beat up on the cracker. I already. 
Okay, we got the mom accused of forcing her daughter into prostitution and pimping her out and taking her wages. But, look, this is what um, tripped me out about the article. It's because it said um, the incidents apparently occurred between April and June of 2015. Bennett at least had the decency to wait until the victim turned 18. I'm like, what kind of sick-ass shit is this? Hold on. That's what the article said. Said At least she waited until her daughter was 18. What the fuck newspaper was that? Hold on. Who wrote that news article? God damn, that's real. Crime feed. I'll put that in there. All right. So So she's been been pimping out her 18-year-old daughter. Let me say, say, well, at least she waited till she was 18 to start hoeing her out. Yeah. Uh, Just like the crime. She's facing felony charges. Hell yeah. yeah. I bet you she is facing felony charges for that shit. That's some. uh, The cracker. That's the cracker, you know. We'll get through this camera. Who knows? Come on. The Tamil Who News, it get deeper and deeper. You know, we're just going to hit a couple of these Tamil Who News articles for y'all real quick. And it's for the community, you know, because we know y'all in our chat room and shit like that early. So we want to run y'all out right now. Go check on your mama. She in there fucking the dog. Yeah. Is you think you have one more story, Sister McKee? No, that was the last one. Oh, this is, all right. All right. Whoa. All right. Well, we got, you know, we got two intermission stories just put in, you know, especially, you know, dealing with uh, white folks, man. They always got something very weird going on and um, dealing with just that whole outlook of you have over a thousand messages going back and forth with your boyfriend trying to convince him to kill himself. You know, that shit is, that's, you know, that's white right there. See that Now, that's the wickedness of the white woman that people don't really be able to see, you know, especially Negroes. They think that the white woman is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Think that this, this, this cracker is, you know, she's the teacher at the school, you know, we just, you know what I mean? As a people, we've been placed into a situation to love the white woman, hate the white man and love the white woman as though there ain't his mama who taught him how to be what he is. She's worse than the damn, she's worse than the white man. She didn't want to know all the tricks. She's teaching them to the children. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move on. Brother Valle Rule. Brother Valle Rule is out there. I heard him. Right here, family. Uh, all right, Bob, I just want you to uh, come in and comment a little bit on the, um, you know, on the weekend out there. Out there in BPC weekend, out there doing the do just you know, give us a little bit of highlights of uh, uh, of your weekend. Uh, BPC weekend was was uh, something that I I really don't think I could find the words to explain. It was a wonderful time. Uh, to me, it was like a Black Power family reunion out here on the West Coast. Uh, the information that was being given was great. Uh, family got to build with each other, exchange information, be able to 
really be able to sit down with your brother and your sister and talk and really build and uh, exchange that information on networking and uh, bringing growth to other cities uh, all throughout uh, Los Angeles County and beyond. You know what I'm saying? So it's always a good thing. Uh, General came in there and does what he always does, uh, set the people straight, uh, put out that good information for the people, and uh, we just will see the the effects of take place from community to community, from city to city. And we're going to see uh, those that fall in suit versus those that don't. That's right. That's I just right. want to say uh, the feeling that I got from it, I'm still riding it, still feeling it. It ain't went away. I was in a good, close company of a lot of good people. And uh, I spent my whole weekend uh, basically uh, around family. So, you know, after pardon, uh, you, 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 uh, you start to miss family and your mind always goes back and reflects on the key highlighted moments and the things that you uh, won't never forget. So on day two, uh, came the raw, the, the meeting, the potatoes, the general going in, dropping his lecture. Uh, I don't want to get too much away, but all I'm going to say, when he does drop that lecture and it becomes available, it's something that I'm going to say, family, go out and pick it up because he dropped some jewels. And he dropped some jewels that were so heavy that that's all that's been on my mind, you know, since since uh since we caught it waves. So. Right. Sound like that was a good it was a good time for all, you know what I mean? I seen a couple flicks look like y'all was out there doing it big. You know what I mean? I said oh in fact I seen a marching band or something at one point in time when these um one of these little videos, you know what I'm saying, out there. So it looked like it was a um, a good time for all. And that's one of the things is, is, is really a lot of it, you know, we always love for the good information to get passed, but it's the camaraderie to come together, you know what I mean, that, um, you know, that unity that the people always need, that's always a good thing, you feel me? We definitely oh, Yeah, man. So yeah, the youth was out stuff. there. They came in there. They did their thing. Uh, but, uh, I think they were steppers or something like that. Uh, did they think? Peace to the family. Uh, that that organization that that's uh, that's behind them. The young brothers and sisters there. The, uh, I can't remember what it was. It was uh, uh, SBT. I can't remember exactly. It was San Bernardino something with a T. Something that that was sponsoring the uh, family after at least the young ones when I seen them with the um with the music and things of that nature. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't remember exactly the, the total name on that. Yeah, I don't remember the exact name either. I do know they was out of Dino though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was what's up right there. I mean, um, hi, Pop. What's going on, family? I'm looking into the chat room again now. I see about a little out there. Uh, I see the suit out there. I believe I see, I believe I see Sister Camille uh, out there. Let me see, Black Power to, to the family out there right now. To the I, just wanna drop, I just want to drop a little info, man. Uh, to the family that on the uh, KMT clothing, and, uh, to Brother Pianchi and to the General and to Brother Pianchi's queen and to 
the brother Kaleem Reed uh, with the KMT and also with the uh, with the metal rule uh, or nettle rule. Uh, excuse me if I uh, messed it up. I'm a little bit unsure right now. I'm just going off the head. He got the body lotions and uh, the the shea butter and the cocoa butter. Uh, it was good company with the family right there. And uh, make sure to the family that y'all check out uh, KMT clothing. Make sure y'all get y'all some pieces from the family. Also, make sure you check out the Brother Colleen for the uh, brothers and sisters. Make sure you get, you know, all your bodily needs, uh, you know, build with the family. Uh, instead of going to the uh, cracker source stores, uh, spending your money with the cracker, go ahead and get some same uh, things that you use to pamper and tend and care to yourself and family. At least you know, you know, that the dollar's going for the black community and you ain't making the enemy rich, so... You know, if y'all ain't already doing business with family, make sure y'all uh, get in touch and do business with family. That's Black Power. Black Power. And, yeah, I've um, I've done a little bit of business with Brother uh, Colleen Reed before. I know I bought a shirt from him at, at the least. And um, I was looking into, into uh, getting some wholesale product from him in the, in the um, line of the uh, shape. Say moisturizer, I believe that he had. He had some moisturizer or something like that. I just wanted to check the product out, see exactly how I can work with it and bring it on in. Um, so, uh, if y'all seen any of our uh, flicks or whatnot, or you've seen us out, you know, and about at different venues, and you've seen our custom made wood pieces, those are made by a very good brother of ours named Brother Kapari. So if you're trying to get uh, any of the pieces that you see, any of the family hair rocking, or, you know, you see uh, the best of SETI is rocking, if you're trying to get those pieces, uh, make sure that you get at us on the show so that we can uh, contact you with the brother that makes them. Uh, I don't want to just throw the brother info out there like that without asking or having his permission to just throw his info out there, but I do have his permission to connect family to family. So just get at me and I'll connect you to the brother. That's black call. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We keep the circle rocking. Keep that circle tight. You know what I mean? Make sure we we uh, spending that money with each other, bringing it back and forth, back and forth. Uh, it's always going to be a growth thing, so that's always a, a good thing, making sure that we um, use what little economics that we have to keep each other afloat. You know what I mean? Um, what else was going on with the other thing? Uh, we want to give a, a black power salute, you know, to uh, Brother Nicolai, you know, uh, and the elder, the elder, you know, pop home. So, we, you know, we want to, you know, send that love out to the family, and, you know, we're happy to hear that. You know what I mean? So now we we back to the firing line. You know what I mean? Guns ablaze. And we all on all go. Right now, we on all go. Uh, let's, let's see what else was going on. Uh, like I said, I seen the, uh, and I seen some of the flicks from, I know our brother Tim, hopefully we can get brother Tim in a little bit later. I know I sent some kids down there in Texas, but she wasn't able to attend. She was under the weather a little bit. But we'll get brother Tim in hopefully a little bit later, get him to uh, touch on the RBG weekend down there in Fort Worth. 
give a little rundown on, on things that he's seen there, his feelings, and how he felt about that going on right there. I don't know if our brother Little will have a chance to chime in right now. Um, but uh, when you get a chance, brother Little, I know he had to unjustice. So, you know, know he had to unjustice right now, so you might not be able to come in and speak to us too hard. Also, the throwing there, uh, Brother Griff and Zaza Ali was also out here this weekend. Uh, they was doing the Black August Festival joint. Uh, they was over there at Karaz, but uh, we didn't get a chance to check them out. We was to uh, we, we was on duty doing our thing, holding down families, so making sure family safe and all right, and doing uh, doing the family things. So we didn't get a chance to go check them out over there, but you know, I heard the turnout was okay, it turned out well. So you know, family support them. All right. Now, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, well, there's a couple of things that we have in our group. I want a couple of articles in the group. I want to go in. Let me go back some. Let me go back. I know I've seen, seen a couple of different things on some investments, things about the school. Scrolled up, though. It was a there was an article. Oh man. Big brother Michael, I'll put it in. The article on China. Oh no, I think it was Brother Little. It was the I mean um, Brother Cole put in an article in regards to economics in China buying up some things over here. Uh, for some reason I can't find that. Post right now. I know he's a, I know he, uh, I know it's in here somewhere. Let's see. Uh, hard to find. All right, well, I can't find that article right this moment, and I'll go through and make sure that I get it back in a little bit. So uh, I'll find it, but for right now, I'll go down. We'll put in this other article. Uh, I don't want to touch too much of this uh, conscious community news. You know, it's always something going on in in the, in the conscious community. You know, um, I'll tell you one thing that I that I seen. No, uh, let me see. I'm gonna go here. We're going to go here. This is from theguardian.com. Um, oh, no, this is, this, is, uh, this is something for FBI use. Uh, all right, here we go. School discipline. This is the uh, Illinois governor signed sweeping school discipline reform. Uh, Illinois Governor Bruce Rauner on Monday signed this in law, sweeping reform of the state school discipline policy. Uh, putting Illinois at the forefront of a nationwide push to make school discipline less exclusionary and more effective. Eliminates automatic zero tolerance suspensions and expulsion. Requires that schools exhaust all other means of intervention before expelling students or suspending them for more than three days. The bill prohibits also, also prohibits fines and fees for misbehavior that requires schools to communicate with parents about why certain disciplinary measures are being used. 
uh, going, this is in, um, and, and they, they really circling in on Chicago, you know, and a lot of things that uh, are going on in Chicago, man, and, and, you know, Chicago is uh, a city where it seems that they would charge you for the uh, things that your children are doing inside school if your child ends up in a fight and things of that nature, you might get a fine. You know, so this uh, reform here seems like, you know, some of the things that they're saying that they're performing, and I'm, uh, I've never heard of them even done in school systems, especially fines and fees for misbehaviors. And, um, I do, you know, and basically in the school system that I came up in, the school always contacted your parent um, regarding uh, any type of discipline that was going on inside of the classroom. Well, it seems as though what's going on in Illinois is that, you know, you have a large amount of children being expelled for the whole school year. And with this going on right there, you know, people expelled for the whole school year. You're putting out large populations of youth out into the streets. They already have a overwhelming um, problem with uh, youth organizations who are who have um, you know have turned a little more violent, but they're having a problem with youth organizations. And so, I see that one of the things that's going on with this right here is a, a way for them to uh, keep tabs easier on the children if they are in a central location. Now, another thing that I want to put in real quick, that I want to put this in, is something that I, Illinois, now you got to check this out, Illinois bans gay conversion therapy for LGBT youth. The new law links the controversial practice to consumer fraud. All right. Now, they got LGBT conversion therapy. You know what I'm saying? Meaning, you know, I'm going to read this to you. Um, Illinois Republican governor on Thursday signed a law banning mental health therapists from trying to change a young person's sexual orientation or gender identity. The measure signed by Governor Bruce Warner outlawed the controversial practice of gay conversion therapy. Sometimes called reparative therapy on people younger than 18. Once the law takes effect on January 1st, violators will face discipline from the state licensing board according to the text of measures. The law makes Illinois the fourth state to ban gay conversion therapy for minors. California, New Jersey, and Oregon, as well as the District of Columbia, has also outlawed the practice. But the Illinois measure is the first to include language linking conversion therapy to consumer fraud, according to its sponsor, State Rep. Kelly Cassidy, a Chicago Democrat who is an openly gay member of the State House. Our version of this legislation, legislation is the most comprehensive bill in the nation, barring health providers from engaging in this practice and affording survivors access to consumer fraud action against the perpetrators of this abuse. Cassidy said in the state. Now, now, y'all, listen to what they're saying. Our version of this legislation is the most comprehensive bill in the nation, barring health providers from engaging in this practice and affording survivors access to consumer fraud accidents against the perpetrators of this abuse. Now, yeah, brother, go ahead. 
Say that. Say that. We read that part again slowly. It, uh, our version of this legis- legislation is the most comprehensive bill in the nation, barring health providers from engaging in this practice and affording survivors access to consumer fraud action against the perpetrators of this abuse, Cassidy said in a statement. I, this is a very interesting quote right here, a statement by this representative Cassidy uh, in regards to the homosexual, where you're giving, you see what this says, perpetrators of this abuse. And the perpetrators of the abuse, the abuse that they're saying is happening is is provided by a psychiatrist or psychologist who is taking in a child and is striving to um, break a, a young man from being over-feminized, from taking a feminine route, or taking an overly masculinized young woman and bringing her back to a more feministic mind state and center. And they're saying that if a child goes through this process, of becoming, of um, being straightened out, is how I term it, being straightened out, if you go through this process of being returned to your natural heterosexual state, you have a right to sue the, uh, uh, the, the therapist, the therapist for bringing you back to your natural state. Now this is not the this is not the person that look we know from 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 most of the data that's been collected upwards of ninety percent ninety percent of homosexuals are also have also been molested now this is not talking about nothing about you know the molester the one who actually has perpetrated a crime upon the youth this is going to the person who is striving to correct. Uh, crime that already happened. We're gonna we're gonna get your we're gonna sue your ass if you try to keep us uh, or if you try to keep a steady population of fags coming up in the community. Because this is what this lady is saying, Representative Kelly Cassidy. She's angry that the uh, health providers are not wanting people to walk around or to be around with this type of sickness in their mind state. This is a uh, Oh, oh, oh man, that's a that's a setup for a bigger backdrop. Sound like to me, because if they're mentioning, if they're tying in healthcare providers, then we tying into the uh, uh, um, okay. On one hand, they want to deal with the homosexuality as this is a, a social behavioral issue, and now or a mental health issue. Now this mm-hmm. is dealing in the mental health, and that you know I was going to ask you to read that shit again because what they was you know. What it would sound like they're doing, they're pushing the limit for our youngsters in regards to, like, for example, if they're mentioning, like you just said, the borderline issues, meaning motherfuckers who already making their mind up on being gay, then if, if they're analyzing that shit from a health issue, then they got to talk about hormones. They got to talk about the estrogen that's in every motherfucking thing. So even if you're not a feminized man, per se, in terms of your mentality, your health is still, because, nigga, a new study came out 
uh, saying that it's estrogen and damn near everything. Don't buy. Mm-hmm. I'm reading one shit saying that um, a lot of the body, like like all the shit. This this coming from a study that came out from plastic use, mm-hmm. bottle, bottle water and shit. That shit sinks mm-hmm. into the water. You know what I'm saying? And they say that it, it metabolizes in the body. It's estrogen. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the first thing they give teens who don't who, who want it for birth control? The only way you can curve a woman from producing an egg is if you give her testosterone. So if you're giving men estrogen, you're giving the females testosterone, and then you help them push that lesbian gay shit, you, you see what I'm saying? Because what do they tell us in school when we reach adolescence? This is when our, quote, hormones, our hormones are in harmony, you know what I'm saying, in terms of niggas starting, niggas, niggas' voices get deeper, niggas start growing hair on their nuts, on their chest, they, and they face a little bit, queens start, you know what I mean? Now, if you, if you, if you already fucking the fucking their body up or, 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 or giving men higher levels of estrogen and then giving women you, you see the back you see the backdrop that sounds like some crafty shit because what's that uh, 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 I'm, I'm thinking of this because i wouldn't pour the cast some milk and they say on the label this shit is not treated with rbst you know what i'm saying hormones so mm-hmm. you know i just want to put that in there family I, that's kind of interesting that's like a figure backdrop yeah, now, hold on, hold on. Let me try to go to this other. This next. Now, listen to what this, this is why they saying that you were saying. This is this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Critics of conversion therapy say the practice is ineffective because sexual orientation is not a choice, and is harmful to minors in particular. The Council of Representatives of the American Psychological Association condemned the practice as far back as 1997. Every major scientific organization has dismissed conversion therapy as harmful. The Illinois Psychological Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the National Association of Social Workers, and so many more have not only disproven its utility, but they have decried its effect. Cassidy noted children who are rejected by their communities based on sexual orientation are six times more likely to suffer from depression and eight times more likely to attempt suicide. Jim Bennett, Midwest Regional Director for the LGBT Rights Group, Lambda Legal, applauded the governor's signing of the measure telling the Huffington Post telling the Huffington Post to um oh shit 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 I lost my place I lost my place uh puts the best uh all right Jim Bennett Midwest Regional Director for the LGBT Rights Group Land Legal applauded the governor's sign on the measure telling the, the law puts the best interests of our young people first a more accurate name for conversion therapy is child abuse man. See, that's the connection right there. Boom. We said this on the show. The target is the kids, man. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see the LBG, whatever that shit is called, giving a large amount of money. What is this? Employ the government agency. They got bread. And they probably give millions of dollars to uh, 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 broken home family programs. 
that's the only way you can be able to adopt a child. If you could, if you could have a situation, you know, you see the problem making. You can create the situation for broken homes. A lot of them don't want. A lot of them don't want to go through having their own baby. They rather take somebody else's, manipulate them, rape them, and shit. When they get older, turn them out, send them off. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's interesting. That you got lesbian and gay motherfuckers now trying to encourage the the future of young young faggots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you saying that there was a uh, I watched a video. This video, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of these parts of the feminization of the black men, and they were showing a rally with the homosexuals, and they was and one of the things that the homosexuals, one of the things that they were saying was that we're going to save our children, and I was saying, you know, what do you mean our children? You 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 the faggot. Use a, use a dike, use a fag. So you ain't got no children. What do you mean, our children? But, but as you was just stated, these are the children that have come through these abuse, come through, they, and the fags need them because you won't have no population. So you're not going to, you can't just breed faggots in. And fags don't breed fags because they don't have children. So these are people who, they have to be, uh, uh, coddled in, you know what I mean? Like groomed. That's what they got. They got to be groomed in, and so they always have to have spots where you can check people who are trying to break that, you know, that 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 coding that you're putting in them. Because that's what that's what the problem is. They don't want people to to come in the in in between that uh that grooming process that they're doing to the to the youth. And I mean, where the people see that the youth are going off into the wrong direction. They don't want nobody to be able to stop that because they need these they need these youth to come about and be their next generation. And it just it, 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 and it just proved our point that we was talking about on the previous show that if you okay we are an African people we're going we're going to apply Amos Wilson we want to see ourselves as a nation a nation's wealth. A nation's wealth is its future, right? Mm-hmm. It's future. Money don't always secure future. Can I prove that? Poor people. Poor people don't have money, but they secure a future for themselves and they names by what? Having children, right? That's true indeed. The wealth we have, believe it or not, people, people the first thing motherfuckers get up there to tell you is what we're spending. Oh, we're spending $500,000 billion, and we can take that resource and go spend it here. We're spending it all. Poor black people go out their way to make sure their kids look good. That's a, that's a fact, right? That's a fact. You got niggas right now grinding right now to let man, man get them J's. You see what I'm saying? Name brand everything. Got the Mercedes being parked in the projects type of shit. You see what I'm saying? All wealth is in our babies. All we got to do is boycott. All the, we don't have to. We don't, we don't have to put this on Facebook. We don't have to motherfucker put this on Twitter. We don't have to have no no publicity. Motherfucker, the schools is empty. The school buses go to the corner, and there are no there are no black kids to pick up. They're, then we are gonna get their attention again. Hey, how you doing? You gonna get invitations? You see the point? So yeah, the, the more the more you know, what I'm saying they keep pushing this shit. Uh, 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 aiming at our babies, 
The question is that what the fuck we send our kids to school for, man? Talk about. Black Power, my bad. I was, I'm talking and got this shit on mute. But, the, uh, you know, that's where it's going to because we can see that Illinois is one of the uh, prime places that we can see a lot of this at. And one of the other things that we can see in Illinois is the um, the also of the closings of schools where the schools are being closed, but not, not only are they being closed, but after they're being closed, um, some of them are being turned into what they call these um, – you know, these charter schools. And one thing about the charter schools, so this is something that people didn't, didn't really realize. A lot of people who, you know, a lot of our people, you know, they had these little council meetings and said, look, man, we're going to bring the charter schools and the charter schools going to be better for your students. They're going to be better for the kids. It's uh, more streamlined programming. And they, they're going, uh, you know, we holding them up to different standards, things of this nature, right? But they tell you this. And so what happens is, is the public food system, they let your kids out of the public food system and put them in a charter school. And then they take the money for the budget in the charter school, the, um, the money off. What happens is, is the budget becomes smaller for the public school. And over time, you have like, uh, you know, you might have a, a public school in your, you might have an elementary school in your neighborhood. The elementary school might have say, 600 students in here, 600 students in the school. Now you have a new charter school that opens up. And, you, you know, you might have five, six, you know, let's say six charter schools, you know, just to give them six charter schools. And each one has an average of, I mean, um, six other public schools. And each one has a estimated 600 students, you know, at the school. And then you open up a charter school, and what the charter school does is it might take 100 students from each school, not from each grade, but from each school, you know, from kindergarten to, like, probably eighth grade. They might take 100 students. Now, after they take 100 students the first year, what happens is, is that they start to um, – the classroom sizes get smaller. Then they take 100 students the next year. Now, the same school that had 200 students – that once had five, now only got four. Now, this school only has 400 students. Each, each other school is going down the same way. And what happens is, is the school board cuts the budget to the school. They cut the budget. Uh, they reduce class size and also reduce teachers. Then after they uh, reduce the teachers, reduce the class size, you give it like two years more, and what happens is the charter school closes because the charter school really was about getting money. Charter school closes, but you can't send your child back to public school because the money is gone from the public school system. It's already been reallocated to other places, and this is what's going on. They're taking that education money, making it seem like it's going to the charter schools, and the charter schools open, and they close right down. That money, though, that was reallocated up out of the, out of the educational fund over there to the charter school system, that never goes back to the charter school system. So what happens is, is you just got what happens is, is you just got uh, schools that are just closing down and students that have nowhere to go. 
And this is happening, like I said, not only in Chicago, but it's happening in Detroit, also happening in Philadelphia. It's happening here in New Haven, where I live at. And nine times out of ten, it's happening um, right there where you live at. And so this is a ploy, actually, to get us out of public school anyway. They really don't want to teach us any longer anyway. You know what I mean? And so they figured, oh, that we're just going to be dumb and not do anything for ourselves. But this is our perfect opportunity to pick up, you know, pick up our pieces and move forward because we're going to be forced into educating our own. Black Power, what's going on out there tonight, family? What's funny, brother? Cause I mean, uh, brother, 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 cause brother, um, born is they finna lower the legal age for sex in America. Mm-hmm. Because they are they are already pushing this shit like in the article you read, where these kids don't and they way under the age. Some of these kids young as eight and ten and shit. Mm-hmm. They're telling you don't don't curve them. You know, first off. Well, now, you know, we didn't, we wouldn't, I don't think, we were talking sex ed to high school type shit, but why is this, you know what, the sexualization of these babies at 10, 8, that's crazy right there. You know what I'm saying? And the only way you, I, I don't see that happening is if they, they you know, they target is young. The young, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So they won't, they going to lower the little age of sex. You know what I'm saying? In a minute, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Watch, watch, you know. Yeah. Yo, you're saying that, and you're saying that I I seen an article where one of the things that the homosexuals it was like a uh, a, a different set of tiers of things of objectives that they wanted to accomplish, and one of the objectives is to destroy the the age of descent, not not to lower the age, but just to have it not exist at all, and. Uh, you know, they were because they were saying that children are sexual beings and no one has a right to tell them when they are ready for sex. And uh, the way that they were uh, using it was through that group, NAMBLA, where the, the white men, the way that they were talking, they were saying that they didn't, they weren't attracted to the young, they, not only, well, no, they were saying that they were attracted to them, but they were saying that normally, the, the youth are uh, flirting with them, like you know what I mean, like you know, like the they like the child is being sexual towards them and showing them sexual aggression, and that's what they pick up on. And I was like, yo, what in the fuck is going on? I was like, yo, that sounds bugged out. How can a child eight nine years old be sexually aggressive towards a fifty year old man? But that's so. That sickness, and I was like, yeah, I said, right there, right there and there, I knew what they were saying about how they wanted to change, that they wanted to destroy the age limit. That's totally on point, and they've already hit their other standard, I mean, with their other uh, point, which was the homosexual marriage. Now that they have the homosexual marriage thing A-OK'd across the nation, that's their next thing is the, the age limit of consent. And after the age limit of consent, it will be bestiality. They will say, look, if I can have sex with a six-year-old, seven-year-old, how come I can't have sex with my horse? I love my horse. 
I love my dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> they doing that shit. They doing that shit already. Only reason that shit illegal is because the dog can't can't consent to the shit. And even though the dog is, you know, white folks like to consider shit as, as property, <laughs> and, and, and anything that's their property, they can do with it as they see fit. <laughs> and you know, so even even though a dog is considered property, you know, because the dog in, in that sexual act, you know. And the, and she got some crackers who don't want they don't want see they they don't want other people who not white to see how savage their fucking behavior is. So they're at oh that's just so wrong, damn. You know he put this in his ear. Why why did you get caught, motherfucker? You said you know what I mean. That's, it's more or less so on that aspect of it because to them that shit is not it's not new. You can tell by the calm. You know the only people who, who get oh that shit is nasty and savagery is motherfuckers who not white niggas really. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And they don't. It don't bother them. It's because we, you know, we we don't understand the uniform game Europeans have when they're in their suit and tie. They're in their false self. I mean, people talk about, for example, these secret societies and Illuminati. That's white power. That's just white power. And if you watch them old documentaries and they show you they be having these plays and they put on masks, that's all you need to know. The culture of mask wearing. You motherfuckers. Wear costumes and deceive motherfuckers. They're more comfortable in their home. You, you, if you, you know, if you fuck with crackers and you deal with crackers, they'll be quick to come to your house, but they watch when they come to their house. Exactly. You're right about that. You're right hmm. about that. They pick it's, the tools. You may, you know, because let's, let's put it on the table. The husband's a serial killer. He was homosexual. <laughs> the wife, she a lesbian, and she fucking with the son, right? This is this. I mean, look at Sigmund Freud's diagnostic. Was it the Oedipus complex? That's a diagnosis for Europeans. Europeans, y'all. Yeah, when you see niggas suffering from that shit, that's niggas who suffering under white oppression. And when you under the, you're the yoke of your oppressor, you exhibit the characteristics of that dominant society. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and we see that. We see that now with how, our, you know, uh, I, I tell you, I see that now a lot. That we're, we're really um, taken to that society because you see a lot of mothers treat their children, their sons, as though he's the man in the house. And, and really, and, and now I, I always say that, look, man, we're getting too white because the, the, the child is the child. He's never the father. You know what I mean? The son is always the son, but these women are extra close with their extra extra close extra close with their sons, and, and it's becoming to the point where you start. I, you know, a lot of times I look and I'm like, damn, this is like you might be having sex with your son. Like you real very friendly with your son, like super friendly with your son, and not in a good way, friendly. And see, we talk back to that, the, the basic context. The wealth of a people lies in the future. The future of human beings lies in their ability to be produced. So that means the children. You see what I'm saying? You can't talk about children without talking about women, right? Mm-hmm. No one, no man got a, a stronger authority on the overtoning of the child's growth than the mother. So this message really, really, really is really put out there to the queens in a sense because the power has always been in their hands in terms 
I mean, the first thing a, a nation looks at when they get conquered by another nation is their future. So the, the children, that's why the women and children must be protected. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If not protected, they must be sent off somewhere and willing to go. And they know why they leave. And you know what I'm saying? So in 2015, with this with this attack on children and black women, so they've been hanging us off trees every so often. You see what I'm saying? And, 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 and black women have coped with this by you know teaching the black children, you know, hey man, you need to get you know. Well, I know my mama did. You know what I mean? She would discipline me more in, in terms of getting in line with white society. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now times have changed. We need to really look what the fuck men and them learning in school. Well, first off, even if you're not going to their classes and learning, they're telling you on the news. Mm-hmm. It's mandated that they they have to know about homosexual, and they don't even specify it. But we know they're talking about this shit in elementary school, to junior high school, to high school, turning your baby, turning black women's children out. No, no one has more of a say-so on the child and can protect the child then the daddy can scream all he want. I, you know, I'm a father. Feel me? Mm-hmm. But mothers, the so and, and to prove that point, look at look at how the Europeans have made it their business to divide the household and to divide the, the relationship of power in the household. For example, for example, one of the leading causes in the black community, we talk about abortion. Do y'all know back in the days, you had to have both parents consent to even have an abortion. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The European has to work this shit off with the privacy thing, the medical privacy issue. And this is another thing that Euro- Europeans like the medical privacy issue too because they can, they can have AIDS and if they doctor and, and be still having active sexual relationships. But if they doctor was like, hold on, you still fight, you have it out there having sex with random motherfuckers? And you got, hey, I'm going to report your ass. That gay motherfucker turned and sued that doctor for yep. disclosing personal information. So, you know, she don't need, you know, back in the day you had to have mother and father. We need both of y'all's signature. This shit is, you know, this is just considered an abomination back then. We talk about when America was highly uh, dogmatized in terms of the morality, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, she going there solo by herself, and, and, and sign right off. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You might not even have to go in there. Mike could just get the get the goddamn pills, a little morning after pills and shit, and you know what I mean? And you, you're done with it just like that. You know, look at look at the black, look at the nation of African people as a collective body. I mean, when we see, when we see uh, 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 species in nature that function in high numbers. Bees serve a queen. Ants serve a queen, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Now she she's not she doesn't have to be involved in the media warfare or the politics, but she's the queen because what she governs population, right? True. Watch, man, I got watching them. My pops been killing them. I've been watching them. They ain't stinging nobody. They like my plants. Watch like water. All they do, like, they don't make honey, but they do the same thing bees do. Maintain their numbers. And, and, you know what I'm saying? The bee will always live. The, the wasp will always be around. 
because they have a, a, a instinct to what maintain their survival through numbers. Yeah, but I'm I'm not gonna get caught up in one wasp though. You feel me? One wasp ain't bigger than the than the than the existence of the whole species, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then and then it's four nets. It's four nets by my house. So that means that it's four different queens. They spaced out evenly. But you can't have things crowded together, you know what I'm saying? Things are equal. So but back to back to the topic I'm saying. The essence of power resonating that that that, that article you read is targeted the only people who can okay that is black women. That's what it's something you had said, brother, going about the uh, morning after pill. I find that obviously watching a commercial earlier. They ain't got to have a prescription for that shit no more. They can go in the store and buy that shit. And as I was watching the commercial, it fucked my head up because I'm like, damn, I'm thinking how lost women is on YouTube. The commercial comes on and shows two teenagers. Talks about the sexual act and how she got 72 hours to take this pill to prevent her from getting pregnant. And I'm like, wow, you can just walk in this store and buy shit like this. And now it's like, yo, kids ain't go to the store and they ain't gonna get a pack of condoms no more. They're gonna be like, yo, I can bust in a raw dog. And as long as she takes this pill within 72 hours, I'm good. Not even thinking about or completely overlooking all the other shit that can happen to your life without you putting on that sword, putting that shield over the sword. It's just you know, it's real interesting how they set us up for all the annihilation and shit. If ain't nobody out there telling these kids right or going out there and, and spending time with these kids and molding their minds properly, then it's easy for us to just sit back and watch them destroy these kids. The thing that we can do is that in your community or wherever y'all gather and do your thing, no matter what organization it is, even if you're not an organization, even if you print blood and fight for a gangster disciple or whatever you call it yourself. I understand the rules and regulations of the street. I understand the lifestyle that go along with it. But at that same time, it's still drills and things that y'all could be doing from young kids to OGs that's properly preparing these youngsters out here in these streets instead of just letting them, you know what I'm saying, kill and die off. So, you know, y'all can be out there training each other, making sure that y'all help and that, you know what I'm saying, the shit that y'all do get into out of the street that y'all train properly and that y'all running drills and that this is a thing that y'all do, if not daily, every other day. Make sure that y'all got y'all military skills and y'all really combated, you know, up the call. Get out there with the youth, you know what I'm saying, once a week or once every other week or even if it's once a month or a barbecue with them kids. But even if it's not barbecue, eat the baby, spend time with them, play sports with them, do something with them. Get their skills up to par. Slowly, you know what I'm saying, put into their minds the structure of black unity and black power. Because I got to see for myself 
know what I'm saying, uh, over the past few days, the, the mindset of you and how some of them gravitate and how some of them, you know, go the opposite direction of it. So, you know, I'm not going to give up on, on them kids because they're shipping in my mind the whole fucking time. So in my mind, my thing is steps to go out into the communities and different communities to build what they do that's out here in the streets that slowly want to build a progression of instilling black power and good black African principles within them without them not even realizing that this is what's happening, that their minds are being molded to be, you know, better than just being out there, you know, what I'm saying, in the street doing, you know, whatever the hell, and their parents not giving a fuck about them. You know? We got to get out here and show these kids we give a fuck about them. I don't mean to get a... Uh, get off subject, get off topic. It's just something that's been on my mind and on my heart, baby. so I had to get it out there. You know, I'm going to put myself on you and let you all out there. Well, you know, this is just the place to get it off at. Definitely the place to get it off at. Hmm. Let me uh, get this other article out. But I got some crazy CBC shit if y'all want to hear that article. What was that? What was that, brother Henry? I got some crazy article from the CDC on some plague called uh, the Human Plague. This is a CDC reported 11 cases of human plague in the U.S. since April higher than usual. There's been 11 cases of the human plague since April, according to a report released Tuesday by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The number of cases reported since April 1st is higher than usual. As the CNN reported Tuesday, putting doctors across the nations on alert, we do not want people to panic, but we do want people to be aware of the heightened risk. As Dr. Natalie Quinn, a veterinarian with the Division of Vector-Borne Diseases at the CDC and CNN reported, the report stated that out of the 11 cases of human plague reported since early April, three of them resulted in death. There were two cases in Arizona, one in California, one in Colorado, one in Georgia, two in New Mexico, one in Oregon. In the cases out of Georgia and California, the residents have been linked to exposure at or near Yosemite National Park, located in southern Sierra Nevada mountains. According to the CDC's report, nine of the 11 plague patients were male, and the median age was 52 years old. The report stated the three patients that died were 16, 52, and 79. It is not clear why the number of cases this year so far is higher than normal, but the number does tend to fluctuate a little bit from year to year, according to Dr. Natalie Quick, a veterinarian with the Division of the Vector of Born Diseases at the CDC. So just throwing it out there. So whatever the human plague is, looks like it comes from some type of exposure from animals. Uh, it goes into what some of the symptoms are. Uh, patients having a fever, swollen lymph nodes, uh, people who might have travel or exposure history. Uh, the plague is rare but life-threatening. Patients are typically infected after being bitten by a flea who is infected with the disease by a rodent. 
patients can be treated successfully with antibiotics if the disease is caught earlier. The death rate for people with the plague who receive treatment is 16% compared to a death rate between 66 and 90%. I'm just throwing that out there to let y'all know. For all we know, that shit could have came from the crack of fucking animals again. They always know some of the animals ain't got no business going it might be their genetics just messing up on them again. It's just me throwing something out there for crazy cracker too, so yeah. <laughs> Damn, oh, man. I guess I'm going to have to go. I guess I'm going to have to go inside the uh, uh, group room. I thought I had these articles. I had a couple of articles loaded on my on my page, but I think I... Oh, this is something that I'm going to give to the people, too. Uh, you know, I'm going to share this inside our, our Freedom and Ground group, which is, um, this is a, I have a, uh, a blog spot page where you can where you can try to get um, almost every doctor, everything by Dr. Clark, almost everything that Dr. Clark has uh, has put out, you'll be able to get it off of this page right here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that into our group. And if I feel like to snatch it and throw it in the chat room, I for some reason I don't be able to do both of them. Throw this inside our group real quick, then I'll go to the group and grab the article out of here at the same time. But, uh, come on, internet. You're working slow. All right, here we go. All right, here we go, here we go. And I and I seen that so I seen my brother little put that article in. I seen that uh, seen that article. Um, Palmyra Temple destruction. I'm gonna go to this real quick. The Islamic State. This is uh was published. Twelve hours ago, um, this the uh, this from Beirut. The Islamic State group uh, on Tuesday published images showing the destruction of Baal Shaman Temple in Syria's Palm area after international condemnation of the act. The series of images showed militants placing barrels and small containers, presumably containing explosives, into the temples, as well as similar containers placed on parts of its columns. Uh, the images, which appear to be screenshots from a video, also showed a large explosion, apparently as the temple was blown up, and then a pile of rubble at its former location. The temple was reportedly destroyed on Sunday, and news of its demolition sparked international condemnation. The head of the U.S. cultural watchdog, Irina Bakova, called the act a new war crime and immense loss for the Syrian people and for humanity. And for humanity. Pamiria, Pamira, Ancient ruins are UNESCO World Heritage Site. And 
Listen, hold up. Is this ISIS? They've changed, they've shortened the ISIS abbreviation up. They've shortened it to IS apostrophe S instead of ISIS. They're trying to name switch on us. So I guess ISIS. ISIS, therefore, Israeli secret intelligence, man, secret service, man. That's all that is. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Yeah, Israeli secret intelligence service. That's what it is. It's really a, a secret intelligence agency service. That's what that's his stand for, man. My nigga told me that. I was like, wow. That's what that's uh, Well, they just dropped it. They just dropped it to Israeli uh, secrets, I guess. <laughs> so they just dropped it. The, the, they dropped uh, one set of ISs. They just put an apostrophe S on it. Um, you know, and they're saying that, you know, they, they knew that they were going to do this, that anywhere they go, they're always, you see, they're always plundering any type of old, uh, any type of artifacts, anything that they say will be culturally relevant, older than Islam, anything older than Islam, they, you know, they try to say, well, look, you know, they're out there destroying it because they're wild, radical Muslims. The temple, though, the temple, I I doubt uh, it looks, you know, we got the same column style. It's the same style as what we see in the inner parts of of Africa. You know, the uh, columns somewhat eroded, but it still is built in that same grand scale style. And if you want to look at this article, but a little place inside our group. Uh, I don't, you know, I just put the, put that in over there. Always, it seems like every time we turn around, though, every every week, every week there's a new place that these uh, alleged these alleged terrorists go and blow something up. It's always they you know, they just hate they just hate civilization so much that they just you know, they hate anything older than Islam. I guess that's the I guess that's the spin that they're putting that anything older than Islam is worthy of being destroyed. Uh, I guess that's how they're running this thing right now. Who knows? It seems like that. To me anyway. Um, and and you know this the that's the, that's the idiocy idiocy of um of Islam where where you could know that there was history before what uh, you know before your religion but due to dogmatic thinking anything that's before Islam is no good and anything that's the same as Islam is no good because Islam exists you know just just silly shit. So, uh, and I don't believe that this is a Muslim group anyway, or Islamic group anyway. I'm looking at it as a regular, um, you know, like a a, a, um, a paid mercenary group. You know, uh, that's that's the um, best thing that I can come up with. 
is that they are paid mercenaries. Got an uh, article coming out of, um, you know, we did a little, uh, we did a show previously on the Calvinist, uh, well, we did a show on the Zulu, and we put in the context on how the, the Zulu war set up the South Africanas and Africanas over there, and um, it's coming from BBC News, so, uh, a South African police was found uh, guilty of murdering uh, Mido uh, Masia. Um, a South African court has convicted eight policemen of murdering a Mozambican taxi driver who was tied and dragged behind a police van in 2013. Mm. The judge said there was no doubt that the police could have foreseen that their actions would have caused the death of 27-year-old Mido Masia. Uh, the incident recorded on a video by a bystander caused widespread uh, revulsion at the time. Rights groups uh, have often accused South African police of brutality. Uh, President Jacob Zuma condemned the incident as being, quote, horrific and, quote, unacceptable. The video showed Mr. Messiah struggling with, 20, with uh, police on February 26, 2013, after apparently parking his vehicle illegally in Davie Town, east of the city of Johannesburg. That's, that's Africana, you know what I mean? Heaven right there, basically. You know what I mean? Dayton, uh, Davie Town, uh, uh-huh. east of uh, Johannesburg. Police, officer, uh, police officers then overpowered the taxi driver, tied him to the back of a van by his arms before driving off, the footage showed. <clears throat> uh, Mr. Masia later died in police covers, the, the prosecutor said. Um, we know that the, um, the history of... Uh, Police in South Africa has been just as brutal and not it's been worse than the uh, plight of us in police brutality in America. A good a good uh, study came out that the Afrikaners were even go as far they were using direct methods of trying to uh, eliminate the populations in South Africa uh, through sterilization, through uh, injecting. They they just had a world a world UN conference where these scientists all pled guilty except for one. And they got, um, they had to tell what the technologies they were involved in, the espionage tactics and so forth, and they would get granted immunity. And one of them, as this cracker British lady was saying, was one of, one of the things they was focusing on was how to kill an individual without being detected after Rico Mortis. So, you know, we talking about terrorist Calvinists out there in South Africa. So, uh, you know, they've been out there riding like we have, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and the court, you know, convicted these eight policemen. So, you know, we're going to, you know, keep an eye on what's going on out there, black, you know, family, in regards to uh, our brothers and sisters in South Africa. That's right. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely we got to keep our eyes open on what's going on out there. I have a... Uh, I have an article, though, where it seems as though, um, you know, our people are really, you know, they're really fighting the fight there in Africa, uh, dealing with the topic that we started, that we were talking about earlier with the homosexuality push. It seems that, you know, the African countries are becoming stronger in their stance against 
against uh, any type of faggotry or acceptance of faggotry. You know, so they're becoming, you know, um, this this right here is something that will set the precedence for them having to group together, having to come together nation to nation to have to work with one another because the push for the homosexual agenda is backed by those who give up the money. It's backed by the money. The money is the money is saying, listen, y'all going to accept these facts or you know you ain't getting no brain. And the African nations are saying, listen, we would rather we would rather work on work within our own selves than to accept that dirty money. And this is something that has not gone on for a while in Africa. We've had uh, numerous uh, alleged leaders in in um, countries in Africa who were no more than paid agents for the governments of the United States, for Britain, for for just the governments of Europe in general. And now these uh, these nations have gone through different militaristic coups. Some have gone through just political um, mayhem, but a lot of them have. Um, going through a revolution of sorts and are now coming back to their African centeredness, and which is a beautiful thing, which will force them to work amongst themselves. Which is why over here in America, uh, we have to make sure that we portray ourselves as Africans here, as that we are also those who stand on the side of not going along with this homosexuality. Because we're not going to be, you know, there's certain certain ways that we can connect, and we can't connect with our people on certain in certain avenues, and we should look to connect with them in whichever ones that we find, especially uh, people who have a, um, access to resources that um, will play, uh, you know, a, a major role in the redevelopment of the total African uh, uh, nation. Yeah, I want to read this article Brother Carr said, um, spoke of in the, um, in the Hangout Street that I read, um, coming from the L.A. Times. Um, Israel freeing uh, hundreds of African migrants from uh, a desert detention center. Israel on Tuesday began releasing about 1,200 African migrants from a remote desert detention facility after the Supreme Court overturned legislation legislation allowing them to be held without charge for up to 20 months. Nearly 600 people who had been uh, held at the Halat detention facility in southern Israel for more than a year were sent on their way with sandwiches and $16 for bus fare. That's scandalous. See, the black Hebrew Israelites ain't going to talk about this shit right here. Nearly 600 who have been held at the Halak detention facility in southern Israel for more than a year were sent on their way with sandwiches and $16 for bus fare. But they were forbid for going, uh, from going into Halak or Tel Aviv. Two cities with large African communities and many Israeli residents who bitterly resent their presence. Other cities 
aren't eager to welcome the migrants either. The mayor of Haras said Tuesday that he had ordered inspections of to keep migrants away from the desert city, which is also home to a large community of foreign workers, in part because of its proximity to the jobs at hotels and farms around the Dead Sea. Quote, I have now, I have nowhere to go. A 28-year-old Sudanese migrant who gave his name only as a philosopher who told reporters outside Halak, I am glad to be out. This is a very important step, but it's just the first one. Where will I go and how far will I get there on $16? Hmm. Israel has been grappling with how to handle influx of African migrants and asylum seekers that the country does not want but cannot return to their countries of origin. Most come from the strife-torn nations of Sudan and Etria, where they say their lives are at risk. Ten thousands of them have been uh, settled in the southern neighborhoods of Tel Aviv, straining the already ran-down infrastructure of blue-collar uh, area where Israeli neighbors blame them for escalating crime. Crime and, and black folks seem to be synonymous. Uh, uh, fierce protests by some residents have made it a hot button, a hot button in regards to a political issue with hawkish legislators pushing for tough new laws. The uh, Supreme Court has three times thrown out legislation allowing for the long-term incarcerations of Africans who enter the country illegal. If, you, if you're an African, if you're only an African, and your ass in Israel illegally, they have the right to incarcerate you. So, so, so you know them black Hebrew Israelites ain't even going back with their old wretched ass. The uh, uh, completion of a massive fence along Israel's sparling border with Egypt uh, at the end of 2013 has largely stemmed the flow of people who were being smuggled across the Siam Peninsula, across an estimated 46,000 African migrants and asylum seekers already in Israel. And it goes on. But what's important to you know here, man, is these motherfucking goat herder wanderers stole that land over there, and then these motherfuckers had a right to... Run the same game Hitler in regards to who can come in and who leave. And that shit ain't even their property. See, you only put those type of measures on stolen property. You see how, you, so, you know. Yo, Brother Linker, I can't get that. Uh, you put that article inside the, inside the group? Yeah. Read that uh, shit, brother. Uh, uh, Brother Carson had posted, uh, uh, he, he spoke on the 1,200 migrants, and I was like, okay, let me, let me type it, and I found this shit on L.A. Times, so, you know, you can get the whole article and shit. Shout out to Brother Carson for that one. Yeah, definitely shout out to Brother Carson on that one. Damn. So these niggas ain't even, you know, <laughs> it's all right in line with what I want to talk about, but I don't want to take from the top of it. <laughs> you know it's Tuesday, man. You know it's news, news, and more news, man. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's more like a, a freestyle session in here. We just making sure that we we stay on the news. Yeah, but the, you know, and because it is in the Roman news, it's funny because these motherfuckers aren't thinking out past that Bible, whatever the fuck it is, or them blocks. Mm-hmm. 
if you notice, they don't even talk about making uh, any journey to Israel. They don't even speak on Israel, you know, and uh, what's we call it, put another debate on there, but it's really getting, niggas need to ask motherfuckers questions. I want to ask a lot of niggas questions, man, and I would like for niggas to really provide that platform for Mikarai to ask niggas some questions because motherfuckers are presuming under the guise of presumption that these motherfuckers have African intentions and that's not the fucking case at all. You can tell by the flag, these the logo that these niggas choose to wear is a compromise of red, black, and green, which is a pan-African. We need to go to the basics, family. That's a pan-Africanist flag. You can't put... You can't have a red, black, and green flag and put a Jewish logo like the, the Star of David on there. That's a violation. I can't align with no motherfucker who considers Mecca the Holy Land, who considers Jerusalem the Holy Land. That's we gonna conflict. My motherfucking flag is red, black, and green. Africa, I got my eyes on Africa, Africa only. And if I'm standing next to a nigga who in the regiment, and this nigga's Holy Land is Mecca, he dreaming, his dream ain't the same as mine. His future ain't the same as mine. So, hey. I just push that out there, family. I say, I say, uh, you, you totally right on that, though, Mecca, You know, that's that's why we say that, you know, you asked a question, and you like you gave the answer to us now, man. The flag is red, black, and green. And, you know, the only thing I can add to that is, a, a, if I'm going to add to it, is Africa. So you're in, in the whole of the continent. But to 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 take and align ourselves with uh, a, as they got out now, the pan-African Hebrews. So what the fuck is that? That's just, and that like an oxymoron? That's just a contradiction of itself. You know Hold what on. I mean? All Hebrews, they say not the same. See, see, that's what I mean. Instead of debating these motherfuckers, and I know this, I have a good effect when I do Niggas need to question these motherfuckers. I don't want, because you can give a nigga information, and he's not, you know, I want a motherfucker to think, because they want the platform anyway. They mm-hmm. want, motherfuckers want to be recognized. Motherfuckers want to be, have their stories heard, right? Everybody, you'd be surprised, man. Sit back and let motherfuckers air their problems out. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's, and I'm, I'm not going to ask you a question and then tear your question down. I'm just going to say, oh, okay. And by doing that, motherfucker, I have to think about what they said. And, and you've seen me do this numerous times, brother boy, and the family. You know what I'm saying? I want to question niggas. Because I can't, I, I rarely get an opportunity to question motherfuckers. And, and motherfuckers come off like scholars and want to be scholarly. And I noticed this when you deal with professors. Professors don't like comments. They like when you ask them questions. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? A comment that's that's self-serving, you know. And to prove a lot of these motherfuckers are not really rooted in African traditions was the display that happened last night on Blog Talk Radio. Polite, your motherfucking car has been revoked. You revoked it. Home affairs are not spoken on the public square, my nigga. All you had to do was cross the line. It was quite hoish of you to use the Rick Ross 50 cent tactics. My pal. Very quite, uh, uh, you know, and 
what it was was he cut me off because he knew exactly what the fuck I was going. You thought you had an easy target with the Hebrew. He wanted a that's what he wanted a, a, a somebody he could win to keep him recognizable, to keep him in the eyes of the black community, right? But he thought oh, said he smashed them niggas, Unk smashed them niggas. I'm qualified to smash them niggas, but that he forgot that he brought the luggage of his motherfucker of Malachi Z. Yorks that the Hebrews knew about. Mm-hmm. And won't let and he won't let that question shit go. with us. You were in question with us, and I question him, Ali Muhammad, because them niggas get up there with a platform, and them niggas, look at them niggas' attire, and look at their colors, and look at their logos. It ain't African. They all promote some type of uh, a, a religious metaphysic organization. I want to sit down with Polite. I want him to explain the colors of the new covenant. I want him to explain the title of the new covenant. And he likes to talk. I want him to explain his 90 books. I want him to explain the seven fluent languages he speaks. I want him to not tell me about economics and housing. I want you to just show me property, nigga. Just show me property. Go into, go, go, go into some property. I, I deal with motherfuckers with real estate. And, and teach motherfuckers how to upgrade their property if they already have some to boost up their uh, 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 value of the house, for example. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, Brother Mickelrod, I want to know why the government paying for his house. That's what I want to know. <laughs> and see, he, he running his mouth queen, and the government don't pay for nothing unless you provide services. Services, yeah. And he what said he was going, are you providing? He said he got the super economic plans and he's going to give them. He always say the word, but he never showed the economics. Don't, I don't want to read any, just show me, just, fuck the, just get, get a camera and go to your property. So that's what you got to do. CN is believer, right? You you know, because he, he's on the pyramid shit. He's on that uh, Wolf of Wall Street shit. You know, are you tired of sitting on your ass? Are you wondering how you could be a millionaire? He's jumping out the he's jumping out the limousine in the suit. Then he's going to the restaurant. You know, y'all, y'all see the little uh, 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 infomercials and shit at, coming late at night with the nigga trying to target you to some little money scheme. And you see mm-hmm. the nigga at a seminar with a little nice headphone. Uh, hey everybody, and they they all clap when he come on there. You know it's the Q and shit, and it's just say this is a paid advertisement about such and such about new covenant. That's what the fuck he mm-hmm. on. Exactly. Don't think, don't think real niggas see past his shit because everybody endorses every, everyone who endorses him is in his camp. Yeah, exactly. Or somehow they got their hand in, or he got, or he got, he putting money in their pocket. Somehow hands is in each other's pockets. With everything that go on with him. Uh, I mean, and it was, yeah, it was quite always the whole show he had last night was him contradicting himself. I'm not trying to put the brother out there and talk his business, but I am talking his business to be to be honest and real. I'm not trying, to, but I'm actually he he's saying one thing, he's doing another. That's mixing apples with oranges, and you know what I'm saying? He's one of them niggas you want. Say, give me one of them red apples, and he gonna hand you a banana. I I do, you, 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 you want this, brother. Nigga, I know yeah. what the fuck I want. Don't convince me. No, it's not. You, are, you can no, only you do that me. when you have weak-minded motherfuckers around you. Like Minister Inky. <laughs> huh? That nigga, like he's smoking. I thought these niggas were beefing. I thought the niggas were beefing. 
The nigga, that, know, nigga the nigga that nigga's on something. Cause, you know, yo, you said that, right? I always wonder, I said this motherfucker like a transformer. Thinking like a transformer because, like, your world life, man, every, every couple months, this whole look changed. And the person who put me on to that was Brother Carl. Brother Carl was like, yo, man, did he just change looks? Wasn't he, like, 30 the other day? And then he turned to, like, 60 years old, totally gray hair. Now he's back. He got gold fronts in his mouth. I don't know. I don't know if this motherfucker is 60, 25, 42. Who knows her? What the fuck he is? Because he's deceptively black. You know, deceptively black, like one of your uncles, and you really don't know how old I'm, Uncle Buddy. Uncle Buddy still got his physique. Uncle Buddy's like 75. But that nigga, his hair out, he can pass for 35. So you matter when he was young, he won them niggas. But that, I, I, that nigga look like he's smoking or he playing with his nose. Yo, you, you, you're saying that. You're right. You're right. Ah, oh, man, make a run. He, he, he do got a certain look. He do got a certain look to him. You know what I mean? He's, 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 uh, he's not leader qualified. Mm-mm. That's why he felt because any nigga that, any nigga, this is my opinion now, any nigga who will run to the new cover in this camp must feel that they've exhausted everything, and that's their last hope. And that's the, yo, are you saying that he has you already have to buy his dream? Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Not he had already put. Um, my thing where when I seen that, I was very leery of it because he had already come out with a video totally discrediting New Covenant, um, exposing polite for all type of fraudulent um, things, workings in business, and now for him to be a member was just that was totally shocking for me to see him. Excuse me, with that uniform on, I was totally surprised because he was one of the uh, people who came out hard against poor life on him being a con artist and one who was uh, conning the people, utilizing, uh, you know, copy and paste methods to create books and things of that nature, not really having business and property as he said that he had, this was these were things that I learned from from Inky. Well, I said, damn! And then to see them to um, saddle up together, what I noticed though is that this is it is a, a entertainment circuit. You understand? So, in order for you to stay relevant and to stay on, you have to be in the good graces of uh, poor life. If you're not in poor life good graces, then a lot of the things that you're doing are not exposed to the people in a mannerism for you to market yourself and be able to market yourself to the people for them to pay for you to come out to lectures and things of that nature. So people need that because they're paid off of them speaking. They're not paid off of, uh, you know, even though speaking, some people can say it is a service, but they're not being paid off for something that they're actually giving to a person where you're getting a good or some shit like that. You're paying them for the gift of God. You know what I mean? And that the shit nigga, is... The, uh, nigga, oh, the nigga logo is New Covenant, turning consciousness into commerce. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, I'm not going to pick a side up on that, but that's not an enduring... That's a temporary slogan. Mm-hmm. That's not one of uh, of endurance. You know what I'm saying in terms of in terms of uh, 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 nationhood ideology. 
It sounds exactly what it is, a business pitch. And that's fine. And that's fine. But you're mixing your ideas with being a promoter and being a moral leader in the community. That's what you're fucking up. I'm fucking up. And, and see, in that business, that pitch that you're saying, that's a old ploy that was used by the New Wapians. This was something that was already used by uh, Malachi York. You know what I mean? The ability to say that we're this people one day, this is what we do, and have a pitch that's so easily to forget and redo that people rarely remember or recollect that you once wore a different group, that you once had a different stance. Uh, I, I say this on top of the fact that on his website, if you open it up, you, the first thing that they say is that they are humanitarian, that they're not uh, an, a pan-African group. They're not an African-centered group. They are humanitarian groups. And whose goal is, as you said, to conscious commerce. And I don't see anything, you know, it's not like, who's not about getting a paper? But how is this always the main motherfucking thing, man? How is the thing always get your paper, get your paper, and you're not showing me, you know, you're showing me uh, certain things that say that you might got some paper, but when you... I'm making money off of real estate, hand over fist like you're trying to prove to me. You got your money invested in the gold. You got it in all these different things. Why is it that I got to pay you five, six, some hundred dollars, some people upwards of a thousand dollars, in order for you to uh, show me the way in order for me to do this too? Because one thing that I know is that this is not a market where if you show me, then you can't eat. It's not that type of market. This is just information passed on because you're utilizing that and then other information. So how is it a burden to give me this information that you know I need in order to keep my family afloat, keep my family right, as he was expounding on how much he was concerned with family yesterday when speaking to um, the Hebrews uh Wife or uh, ex-wife, I don't, I don't know how to, how to term that. But when speaking to her, how, how is it that you didn't just come out and say, you know what, hell, these are the, you know, I need to show y'all some economic ways in order for y'all to get better. Not I'm going to charge you. Not, huh? I'm gonna throw you a couple dollars. See, cause you throw me. A, go ahead. Yep. That's what it is. That's why he can't use the term of nationhood because he wants to come off like an open. Uh, 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 humanitarian, so he can accept all donations. Because eighty percent of his donations don't come from the black people. That's a fact. He he, he brags about that. And and crackers don't donate money unless it's in in in, in line with their motherfucking interest. Interest. Mm-hmm. All right. So well. you. Us to know a certain you want us to know about you know you, you your wives and so forth you want us to know about these things so we see you in a certain light but your contradiction comes in when you don't want to be accountable for the shit you want us to know about yourself 
That shit on last night sound like one coat mad at another one. One, both, cause both of them niggas on some pimp shit. I got to keep it one hundred. <laughs> niggas knocking black woman. Both of them. Both black of them. Mm-hmm. Them niggas pimping black women. Both of them. So that's one. This is the community calling the kettle black. The pot calling the kettle black in that situation. And he mm-hmm. seemed like he was knocking, and he knocked one of his hoes. Oh, I had to be on Yeah, I bumped the nigga bitch, man. Yeah, the Hebrew bitch, man. I bumped her, man. The traffic, man. Say, man, I got the bitch on the show, man. Hey, man, man, I'm going to put it out there, man, on the nigga, man. His pimping ain't up to par like mine, man. And that's what he put out there. I say, if that wasn't no pimping, yo, listen, son. You saying that? That's what I was like. I'm listening to him like, yo, this thing is kicking game to her. Now he got her all caught up in this bullshit. And then he pitched her about the bread and like, yo, we going definitely, we going to be able to do something together. We going to be able to contract with each other. You know what I mean? You know, because this is how we do here. We contract. And we make sure we get our papers together. I said, this motherfucker, just, you, you right. He just knocked him. He just knocked him. He going to have to give him a call, man. Listen, man. How you want to do this? Like, gentlemen, are we going to get into some gangster shit? So you heard him. He told off on his still said he was enjoying it. Yeah, I'm getting pleasure out of this. Yeah. Already I'm getting pleasure out of it. So it wasn't for nothing. It was nothing. It was not for anything constructive. And, I got, and, and this is my thing. If the, if the sister has something to say, now I don't know if that was a sister or not. I really don't know. You know what I mean? I'm going to tell y'all that up front. I don't know. She got a Chinese mama. We don't know what her father is. But somehow she's Hebrew. Listen, he could be a Puerto Rican. He could be a Mexican. You don't know who he is. He could be somebody from Ireland or some shit, you know. They be connecting them too to the tribe. So we don't know who or what she was on that line. You know what I mean? That's what it is. To me, anyway, I don't know who or what she was. She sounded like she might have been a sister, but I don't know who she was. But um, the mannerism that the show came off—he, if she had things to say about this thing, the ISUPK has uh, pederasty is in the history of the ISUPK. They have a history of brothers who are pedophiles, um, convicted on child rape, I don't know why they say molestation. That's some bullshit. Anytime. It's always some bullshit. That's some PC sucker shit. They're talking about you molested the motherfucking child. No, you raped this motherfucking child or whatever the fuck you did. It's always rape. But if this is something like that, then, yeah, she should. People should have been giving her ear, you know what I mean, listening, but that was a wrong venue because, like, you venting to your man's, your husband's number one adversary. Where now you're doing a destruction where if you say you love this man, you're, you're putting a wedge between you two that could never be fixed. Never be fixed. Not if you roll with my enemy. The only, they got, they, you know, the only reason he brought that shit up in that context was a rationale. A rationale and, and, and either way, you know, it make both motherfuckers look bad. And, and, and you know, while well, we should both keep our hands off both the motherfuckers because he only brought that and shit up because his leader's a pedophile. I say, I say. So to take, you know, 
to cloud, you know, to, to put some doubt in character. How they gonna mm-hmm. come out here? That's basically what it was. My leader pedophile. You niggas got pedophiles in y'all group. Yup. Yup. Exactly. Exactly. Not that he gonna denounce Dr. York. He just like, oh, hold up. Y'all doing it too. You too. Some fucking shit. Now, look at the overall context, what both the niggas is doing. They targeting the sisters with that doctrine. You can only get a, a you know, the weak, you know, the, the, the sisters who look at but don't know. They looking for some trustworthy-ass, stand-up-ass African men, and they getting religious pimps. Mm-hmm. Giving you a temporary fix. And, and, and not keeping it 100 with you because, I mean, listen to the whole program. Sound like, sound like she didn't seem, I mean, she didn't seem like she was too surprised or wasn't a problem until yesterday, 2015, right? I oh, fuck that. I'm hands off. I immediately, she married the motherfucker. So this, these are secrets motherfuckers keeping coats and so forth. This is what the motherfuckers got in common. She was able to relate to polite, because he's running the same program. So if he, you know, I can let you, you can get on Facebook. <laughs> i give you that little $10. <laughs> but, bitch, but, bitch, you better keep your head down when people talking. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Real cool. Let's stay in pocket. Huh? All right, yeah. curb with the niggas yeah. walking around. Huh? Bitch, you better not be in. And when you yeah. all flirting, it's under my motherfucking guidance. It all yeah. come back to that nigga. Huh? Man, you know he Listen to him. Listen to him. All I do is finesse, dress, and touch women. That's what he's saying. He's saying, y'all. Exactly. Exactly. Saying so he said it. He look, man. Look, man. When the nigga Tazario said that shit, like, yo, man, you treat your wife like whores, he wasn't playing, man. Listen, man. I'm telling you, in the dead of winter, man, I went to go see a fucking debate December 23rd or some shit like that. It's December 23rd in the city. Brick, it's brick outside. Motherfucking white come up in there with a motherfucking summer body dress on. No sleeves, cut, super V cut, fucking body dress. I'm talking about this is the middle of the winter, my G. I'm looking at her like, yo, what in the fuck? Like, yo, yo, that shit is not, that's not no shit you wear unless you hoeing in the middle of the fucking winter. And even a good hoe would have on a sweater dress or some shit. You ain't going, God damn. I was like, what the fuck is that? You but saw then, the you afro know. and thought it was black power in that motherfucker. But in, in terms of the garments, the shoes, the body language, it wasn't African. In actuality, he, he really was saving money. Bitch, bitch, take that shit out your hair. These niggas like that natural shit. So he ain't got to spend no money. Pippi got four lives. Nigga, that's about $600 a month in hair. Yeah, they got already. Even if it's natural. That shit costs about $70. Every time you go get, get my shit washed, get my, get my locks redone, whatever whatever the, the, the format of the hair. Average uh, uh, woman hairstyle going to cost you about $70 up. You got four wives, nigga. So, you know, you really save the money. They really like them naturally. So we ain't going to buy no dashikis. Just, you know, pick your shit out, baby. Huh? Get out there. You know, but yeah. when you see a trick, get on the good foot. Yo, do they got rainbows out there? They got rainbows and shit like that out there where you at, man? 
don't know if they got these stories. Man, I'm from California, the concrete jungle. Uncles out here, man, real high. So I know people when I see it. You know what I'm saying? Look at what I'm saying. Look at what I'm saying about the clothes that they wearing. The clothes that his girls wear, either that shit super cheap or it's expensive, cheap-looking shit. Because it looks like the clothes that the motherfucking... It looks like that shit that the Puerto Ricans wear out here. See, I don't know about out there, but the Puerto Ricans, right, always buy the most cheapest, shortest shit you can find. Every dress, $10, $8. They got a store called Rave and shit like that. $9 dresses, $10 dresses, where the shit made of spandex, just super tight-ass shit. And that's what the fuck they be wearing. And look like If they're not wearing it, that's what they clothing look like. So if they spending dough on that shit, they might as well just go and spend that shit at the motherfucking little five and dime store because it looked like the five and dime store type of clothing, which is just like, hey, hey, it's the shit like some whole shit, man. What the I fuck? Mean, the motherfucker, I was, he was on point with that shit. The shit, dude, they be looking real. Let's keep it tasteful, right? Let's keep it tasteful in regards to, right? Let's really, you know, the context because real African men. Who take who take chances when they talk in public? Don't have their queens on public display like that, really, man. Exactly. That's for a reason. What do I mean when I say that? What do I mean when I say that? You separate your business and your pleasure, niggas. Can, you know the easiest way to get at you is through your loved ones. I'm you. You speaking vibrant truth. You make that assessment. Mm-hmm. You have to. Has anybody ever seen Sadie's Queen? He, that, that, he know to separate the two. I wouldn't even ask him about his motherfucking queen. Feel me? Well, baby. You know, I ain't sure. Right? That's how we're Yo, supposed only, to be, right? Yeah, I'm going to tell you. The only reason people might know what she looked like is because one time he put a picture of her up because she had graduated from college. He, 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 she graduated, and I was. He put that picture up, and people was hating on that. And I said, that's why he don't ever put no picture up. That's why I don't got that type of shit on my Facebook. Nigga wouldn't know. Nigga wouldn't know what my what my queen looked like at all. Nigga, if you don't know, you know what I'm saying? I ain't all that. She got. You know what I mean, that's that's something totally different. That's my. That's you know what I'm saying. I, you keep that type of. You post it because, like y'all, it's certain things that you keep separate. The certain things that you keep separate, you know what I mean? Straight up as as for for my own self. You know what I mean? Now um, if my queen was already the type who she was out and that's what that's what she did. She was out and that's a different thing, but she's not that tight. So I'm not gonna have her into every single venue and every single situation. Well, right. now let's look now let's keep this now let's look at the let's look, the Hebrews got their program in line. They when they go out and do their thing, they do their shit in terms of them. They be they men be on the corner. I ain't see no Hebrew women out there because they on the front line and they moms they going to war. They on the them niggas polite better leave them niggas alone. It didn't he didn't cross the line, but you know it's gonna be some tension over that shit. That may be what he want. Yeah, police. If you see police logging up Hebrew, he a weak ass nigga, man. So I wouldn't take out his character. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't even take yeah. out his character, man. Son, man, I'm telling you, that shit was that was he did. He crossed. He crossed them. He went. He didn't cross that line that day that he asked him to, but he crossed a different line. That's why 
you know, this conscious news, it was just scared the people out who who listen and then, you know, we just news, news and more news, so we're gonna have to deal with this shit that's in the coaches community because this shit affects all of them. You know what I mean? It affects us all. Now, you know, if you don't if you don't see them Hebrew niggas women, that mean polite when looking for her. Mm-hmm. That's that women, women, women don't you know? Women they like niggas. We don't just sit around. Women like to do things while getting to know motherfuckers. So that's company buy a nice dinner, you know, a lunch. Oh, it's very organized. Feel me? Let's have a sit down. This nigga sat down with that queen outside of the presence of men. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful, my nigga. Right. First thing I'm supposed to do is call my nigga up, like, you know, in a different situation. Like, hey, man, man, I've seen your queen down there with, with polite man down there. I've seen the, you know, what? He can only be doing one thing, trying to knock my bitch. Trying to knock her. God, God, because ain't no other niggas around. Right? Then he got, and he ain't just talking to him. He got his bottom bitch all in the whole, I'm, I'm, excuse my language. He got his bottom queen all in, all in the wife's ear. It's okay. We feel for you. We got our own coat too. So mm-hmm. it's, it's you know the kettle calling the, the pop black. You know what I'm saying in terms of the reality of the situation. But I will, I'm I'm giving one to the, actually to the Hebrew Israelites in this case. Why? They they on them corners. He went him and Sinatra went fucking with them niggas. That's why they fucked up. After said he gave his ass the spanking. He had to build up his notoriety as being a debater. So he wanted an easy target. Mm-hmm. He had to fuck him with the Hebrews. He chose that debate with General Tarah, and, and, and he, all General, uh, whatever the nigga named, General T, the Hebrew general. That nigga went back, and all he did was take that nice section from Sadie about Malachi New York and expound on that. And God put, watch that debate. That nigga probably was so out of character. I don't think he went to, no, he went back to his tip tactics. Yeah, he got oh, the niggas saying them niggas didn't like women. And, and, and got to t- talking about how much love he makes his four wives. And when he, that ain't, that's off topic of the subject. Mm-hmm. Okay, if he didn't lose, why did he go back to their corner? Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't lose, why you go back? Exactly, because it was a clear, it was a clear loss, man. It was clear. It was clear he couldn't do what he thought he could do. And like you said, he thought he had an easy victim. But the more that he goes, the more that he go out of, the more that they expose his character flaws, man. He's just exposing himself to to bad, like bad characteristics. He, if he stayed away from them, people wouldn't think as bad of him as they do now. But all he's doing is compiling this shit. He went from. Yo, he went to a point where he, listen, right? Now he's like, yo, I don't want to do nothing to black men. But he was just at a point where he had his crips told him all they was going to He rules. We ain't going to talk about that, man, because he, come on, man. I wouldn't even give him that title, man. That nigga's no. not. I said he that. was. I said, but this is how the story That's hearsay. That's hearsay. Listen. I'm not going to wear no Scion, Magneta, and Teal colored rag. I per, The nigga's flag is purple, teal, and magna. 
that nigga's flag is a couple colors away from being the LGBT, uh, uh, lesbian, gay, transgender flag. I'm saying they accept everybody. They is religious, new covenant. I'm saying they they accept everybody, man. They accept everybody. They're humanitarians. So they not, you know, it ain't like they got the they agenda is humanitarianism, man. I mean, everybody, everybody's in. Nobody's out on that. He's a conservative, then. What is a black conservative? <laughs> Because that's what it come down to. You get your, okay, white folks come in, Demo- uh, in parties. It ain't Democratic and Republican. Let's break down what Malcolm X said. It's really liberals and conservatives, right? Mm-hmm. So liberal, white, Democratic, conservatives, a white, Democratic, conservative will vote for a Republican conservative. A... Democratic liberal will vote for Republican liberal. So we talk about the government paying for your motherfucking house and whatever you say it is. You want us to know that for a reason. Mm-hmm. I told one nigga to say you work for the police. He say certain shit to get in the The nigga say anything to get in I want to ask the nigga some questions because he likes to joke around. He's like a fake ass Eddie. Uh, 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 what's Eddie Murphy's uh, brother named Charlie Murphy? Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks he's a comedian. Remember, he did the thing with Dick Gregory. Like, he was trying some comedic shit. He ain't, I mean, I, I'm even suspect by Dick Gregory. I always have been. Yeah. No. <laughs> always have been. Feel me? Yeah, I, I, I understand exactly where you're coming from. I understand exactly where you're coming from. And they can know too much all the time. And they ain't never been, he ain't whacked out yet. He know too much, say too much. He say, he say shit that I'd be like, God damn, did Dick just say that? And you got no, I don't think, I don't think you need to be, I don't think, I mean, his his topics for me is what is what, is what fucks me up. Now, this nigga got a call during 9-11, man. Any nigga tell me that he got a call on the day of 9-11 telling him don't fly? And nigga, you plugged in with you. How the fuck you get plugged in like that? He said that out of his own mouth. That he got a call telling him don't get on no flights. But I think that's like a, that's a cop out, nigga. We want to hear about what's going on now. We need to hear about solutions for the black community and your immediate wisdom. Nine eleven, more or less, was an international issue, more or less. But white folks benefited off of it. You know, we need to we need we need to work about any micro problems we got as a black community. Feel me? Fuck 9-11, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give me some African history. Give me some politics. That's, you know, I don't want to talk about the fucking, fuck that 747 that came up missing. Yeah, this nigga talking all that. He do all the conspiracy shit, man. Chasing conspiracies. What, what do Amos Wilson say about that? He, even, he, he spoke after Steve Coakley, and he said, I love my brother Steve Coakley. He's a great researcher. He said, but I warned the context that he sets for individuals who go into it looking for conspiracies. He's not, all Steve Coakley is doing is putting together dots. Individuals who hear him talking, who haven't read his books and talked down to him and heard why he come to his conclusions, they'll take it and run with his conspiracies. 
What am I supposed to say? He's 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 looking at psychology. So he's talking about in terms of the, what are the behavior patterns of an individual who holds lectures that the individuals perceive it from a conspiracy standpoint. He's not going to be able to reach the masses as effectively because every time he goes into it, they're looking for a new conspiracy to chase. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know because there has to be another dot to connect. And when you when you see yourself as a nation, you don't really get too caught up in conspiracies. You get caught. You look at two things as Amos Wilson State: capability and intentions. Are they capable of pulling this shit off? Do they intend to do so? That's it. Are Europeans capable of these things? Oh. Hell yeah. Can they put them in practice? Yes. So I'm not going to, you know, be looking in the corner of my walls when it get too dark and, and you know, did I hear something? Is that the Illuminati? Nigga, that's a fucking Italian word for white power. Nigga, that's it. <laughs> he ain't no different than the motherfucking KKK. This shit ain't no different than they just eat at different tables, talk with funnier accents, and embellish one another differently. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They see me and you the same. That's all you need to be worried about. Exactly. They see all of us the same. They're looking at us as going down. That's the, that's the bottom line. That all of them are willing to work together to make sure that we're going down. Yeah. The nigga say he's, he, his shows deal with politics, economics, and metaphysics. That's game. I'm going to use metaphysical talk to lure your ass in with this economic plan I got. Only a weak-minded motherfucker can catch you. You see what I'm saying? I don't want to cut me off. He wanted me to, he's trying to force me in a one-sided answer that was going to be self-serving regardless of how he said he was going to let me talk. But if I would have said yes, I called in. He was going to talk for another five or ten minute tangent, right? If I would have said no, he was, well, brother, how you going to come in here and call? It was, it was self-serving, feel me? Mm-hmm. In the face, in the eyes, the face. Oh. Just like me, Lucas, they do. Chris, what's going on, sister? Whoever that is, sister, we can hear you in the background. If you, we hear you in the background, sister. If you can put your phone on mute, I don't know where you are. <laughs> or join in the discussion. All right, go ahead. But and see, it's funny to me because he said he want to look for outside number. I'm pretty sure he in New York somewhere, he in Jersey somewhere, and he called, you know four four. That's probably Atlanta. Well, 909, 909. Feel me? Yeah, yeah, 5899. He wanted an outside motherfucker. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Paid guest host, you know. I'm yes. not a paid actor, but I'm here to endorse that New Covenant can make you successful. Hey, you uh, know, let's say you have uh, another what, satisfied customer. Now, you see what happened, though, during the show, you know, we, we, since we're going over this, the first customer, the first, you know what I'm saying, customer, but the first person on the line was the sister who had another book speaking on the Hebrews. So he had already had this set up, like like you said, you know what I mean, he set this up a couple of days ago, just sitting back, feeling hurt, seeing him to put a shirt out, 
you know, seeing all the different things and the different tactics that they use against him. So he came with this play right here, but he had that shit set up because how is it that you're, you know, you 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 pretending as though I'm going to pick randomly. I'm going to randomly go through here and grab a number and open up the mic. First caller, caller, who is this? Oh, this is the sister who wrote the book on it. Oh, this is my sister from the who wrote the book on the Hebrew. I said, what the fuck, nigga? God damn, nigga, that's like hitting a lot of shit, nigga. You saying you got 300 callers in the queue? You got 300 callers in queue? And motherfucker, you can go through here, and the first one you hit is the woman who made, who wrote a book about leaving the Hebrew Israelites because of wild madness? Man, you got man, please. Nigga should be playing lotto on a regular. Regular fucking basis, nigga. Should be playing lotto every every two days. Every time that shit come out, he's gonna hit. He's a winner. So as soon as I seen that, I recognize the game. I said, Man, this is all game, man. He got this shit running down from, from from the beginning to the end. He really don't want he really don't want anything constructive to come of this. He just want people to come on, bash the Hebrew, say polite, you right, you right, you right, polite. Man, them Hebrews ain't shit. You right, you right. That's what he wanted people to come on and do. And you could tell that that's what he wanted because of the hurt that his that his wife had when when the conversation was not geared towards what he wanted it to be. She was hurt. You know what I mean? so hurt to the point that she was in the background telling him what he should be asking and all that, and this, that, and the third. Straighten him out. Straighten him out. And he said, my co-host, but she didn't even have a microphone. So I the hell does your co-host? She ain't even got a mic. Y'all on the same mic. What the fuck going on here? So, you know, we yeah, see you. Like she we was way you. in the back. Feet on the ground, we see you, man. You know, we see a lot of niggas, man. You know, you niggas is on some WWF tag team, Raw. Who's going to be the next one to win the title? And it's all to sell. It's all for a Band-Aid. It's a Band-Aid fix. And it's self-serving. Black Power, what's going on out there, family? I'm family out there. Sister Camille, Black Power, what's going on tonight, Queen? Are you? Um, loving this uh, dialogue, y'all. Uh, the brothers, y'all brothers are having, and you know, I, I found the whole thing disgusting. Uh, polite uh, could care less about that sister. He used the sister to get at the he fool because he would not cross the line. I mean, damn! All he had to do was swing. I mean, something. Throw the mic. Throw a shoe. Do something. And because he didn't, he stoops this slow to use uh, the abuse of, uh, uh, well, alleged abuse of a sister, uh, pedophilia going on uh, against a man who, before that happened, he's saying it's his brother. Even though this same people uh, would say, fuck Africa, fuck Africans, that was still all right for you to say this man is your brother to say that you called him, you even stoop so low as to admit, but no, I'm actually happy that he admitted that this whole thing is not about 
uh, giving our people information to undo the mental slavery. Nah, this ain't about the love for the people or for our BB for ODA. This is about entertainment. He said out of his own mouth. Uh, th- there was never a time he came there where they didn't know, okay, admitting that this is pre uh, prearranged, and that, you know, they would carry on and perform because they knew it was entertainment, you know. They didn't go certain places with each other because they knew it was entertainment. So you saying that said a hell of a lot. And then you have the audacity to speak as if you are a leader of black power and, and RBG. Yo, he should not even be allowed to say that, okay, or, or you know, to even rep that. that. That's highly offensive. And so him using that sister like that and that sister – uh, going along with it, ain't, you know, uh, a few coins ain't, ain't worth your dignity. It, it ain't worth it, you know. Uh, I don't understand how a motherfucker didn't know about this already. I don't understand how this wasn't an issue before, you know. And I would have maybe even uh, handled him more if he even was man enough to admit, y'all, I'm doing this because I got punked out and it's killing me, I can't sleep, you know. I, I'm having dreams about it. You can't even do that, Black Power. Black Power. Black Power. What's going on out there, Brother Tim? I hear you out there. What's going on tonight? Black Power, fella. Black Power. How y'all yeah. doing, man? Black Power. Doing well. Probably doing well. Uh, man, I, I heard you slide on there. You know what I'm saying? I know I heard your voice out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Square business. You know, I'm just listening in, man. I heard that. That tough shit last night, you know, and, and, you know, put a bad taste in my mouth forever with, with me and that man, you know. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to sit back and listen to how y'all doing it. Y'all done hit on everything I felt. Nah, no doubt. We're going to get back at you, though, Brother Tim, because we want, definitely want you to come on that, man, and tell us about your experience out there at the RBG day, you know what I mean? I know you was out there seeing a couple pictures and everything. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Black Power. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful event out there, too. You hear me? All right. Say, so I, I just wanted to add that, um, you know, I, I mean, even if the situation is, is true about the sister, I just found it hard to sympathize with her for the simple fact she went to her husband's sworn enemy. You just don't do no shit like that. That's highly fucking disrespectful. There's probably a, over a million, what what is it, like 30, 40 million black men, and you go right to the motherfucking enemy. I can't respect you for that. I hate she went through whatever she went through or whatever, but uh, I'm, I'm, he better be glad he didn't chime me in. Because I was going to speak real fast. I said, shit, before he uh, pressed the dial on me. <laughs> <laughs> Try to rush it out real quick. Hell yeah. Nah, you know. He didn't want And that's that's right on point because if that that's that if she flip on her ex or her husband, nigga, if you don't treat her right, she may do the same shit over or girl doing the fifty cent ass, you know. She gonna have your ass for the you gonna want that twenty five million like like this like that girl did fifty cents. They were friends, they all turned around real quick. Now that's some real sneaky shit right there. Like damn, you type of get a nigga killed. 
Man, if he can, man, you ain't never like the nigga can get the brother talk like that. Oh, the nigga be here at such and such time. You know, that's. <laughs> yeah, she was going. I'm like, damn, if you're going to talk, she went in the stuff that she shouldn't even been going into. Like, damn. And then you you know? She made accusations against him that when she had no proof of. Like, this what I'm saying. Like, when you in a situation like that, she, she said, all right, they came in. They say that they know a pedophile named the Mighty Hebrew. He got a government name. You can't just be like, oh, he's a pedophile he, or he's a child molester or whatever. If you're saying this and you're saying that he done been convicted or whatever have you, then you got to give this government name up so we can see. We got to be able to backtrack this. Nobody can check on the mighty Hebrew, man. We can't put that shit in the database and get no motherfucking hit on that. We can't get no hit on whatever the fuck name she said, Salakia, and all that, whatever the fuck they got them crazy-ass name is. How about we supposed to find that? We know his name ain't, ain't a higher Salaki, whatever, uh, you know, whatever. We know his name ain't that, so why would you intimate that you know who he is, but then you give us these half details on this stuff? You know what I mean? So now we got now we in between. Everybody in the in between. Don't know what's what's true, what's not true. You sound good. Some things sound good. Some things don't sound good. Um, you know, you've been this has been going on. She said this been over eight months now that she's been there already. That she she ain't like this, so it's been going on for a while. And now the time that you that comes out, even the timing shows that this is a, a, a setup more than anything else. The timing, because this this could have been put out six months ago. She could put this same information out five months ago. She could have contacted Sonetta and us, unless they knew already five six months ago, but just. Didn't choose it. Oh, hold up. You know what? She gave me a ring, man. I'm going to check that out. Does that happen? So, I just see the shit as some real slick sucking shit all across the board. The one thing that interested me, though, really during the show was the phone call from the, from the boy from out there in Chicago who asked him, When the last time you've been to Chicago? <laughs> you know what I mean? When the last time you've been to Indiana, man? And he was like, "Ah oh, man, you know, I, woo, woo, I, I'm go." He, 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 yo, I knew he was shook that something was wrong because he get, didn't give no, no direct answer. It was like, "Oh man, I was doing this, I was doing that, I was doing that, I was here, still going here, I've been there, I've been there, I've been here, been there, did this, done that." Who, 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 who? He said, "Well, look, man, just tell me when the last time you've been to Chicago, man. Oh, man, it's been over a year and a half ago." All right, well, look, <laughs> look, man, well, from what I know, you can't come out here no more. Definitely not to Chicago and not to Indiana. You know and that's from people who plugged in. Like, and man, listen, man, I, I don't know what he did, but I'm telling you, y'all, the shows is out there. Y'all can go and look on the blog talk. They got blog talk shows. Where people saying that they've been joked out of their bread dealing with the new covenant system. You know what I mean? So with that being said, you know what I mean? With that being said, uh, listen, 
I want to see what, what the fuck is going on. I'm just, I'm checking for the next time he goes to Chicago. That's what I'm checking for. Man, the next time he's going to Chicago. Man. I don't hear no shit about no nothing else. And why the fuck, what's the problem you got going on over there, man? And, and that's what really why I really want to know. Fuck all that other shit. Man. How is you robbing the community? Because you don't thief for the community. You thieving Africans. Because Africans who just trying to get their mind right are falling into the trap that you get the gas. So they thinking that they can economically get up out of what we're dealing with. When get your papers, and who's telling you not to get your papers? But don't think that your papers going to make me make you no way out of this motherfucker. The papers ain't going to do nothing but be able to buy artillery. You know what I mean? Uh, water, shelter. That would buy you might get you that, but it ain't going to get you no freedom papers with no money. I don't fuck how much money you got. Freedom papers don't come with that shit. So, you know what I mean? He got our people inside that type of situation. And so that's why I'm really, I'm more concerned about his snake type, um, his real slick, slick type of ways because they are harmful to the community, man. That shit is, I don't, I don't know more to say than that, but that's definitely very harmful to, to the community with people who are on a really religious type of kick and they are more hope than anything, and um, bringing our people in, duping them out of uh, numerous, you know what I mean, uh, duping them out of all types of money to give them information that you could give for free because giving it for free won't hurt your pocket at all. I don't trust niggas like that. You ain't had no real comeback over that. You start to stutter and stammering. Uh, um, brother, hold on. You might not know. You know, you trying to act like the brother didn't know what he was talking about. I said, all right, then. You know. But he gave more time. You know what else he did, too? He knew that boy was the Hebrew Michael Edwards, and he gave him more motherfucking time to go off on the mic than... He gave Mikarai. Mikarai was being mad fucking cordial. Mad cordial. You know what I'm saying? But he knew that the question that Mikarai was getting to was going to put a sting on him. So, they, you know, like like we speak on a lot of times is how people use, use a lot of these religious nuts to feel better, to be able to beat up on them so you feel better. So they allow the religious nut to just Go in. I said, damn, you going to let him talk that long? Mm-hmm. They pick enemies that they want to win. And they don't pick real enemies. They're worse than Jews. Dr. Clark said that. Jews, they always, they never fight their real enemy. But they always fight you. <laughs> what that white boy say? What did that white boy say out there? You're a coward. You a coward, cause you don't fight all the battles. You said a real man fight every all adversity when it come up. You, you choose. You choose which was the fight. Man, said the man that. said right there. He said, "Your wife a whore, but you apologize for it." I'm taking it back. <laughs> Cross my You know what? I'm gonna get your wife on the radio. So you know what? I'm gonna get nigga. That's hoish of you. Quite hoish. <laughs> 
He told him, listen, you apologize. He said, nigga, that was six months later. He said, six months later I said that. Now, you ain't saying nothing to me right then and there when I said it. You ain't saying nothing. I told you on the side. No, you didn't. You ain't said shit. I said, oh, look at this here. That nigga went home and complained to his wives and shit like a pimp do, because a pimp could only punk his wife. You know what I'm saying? Him, yeah, this is, this nigga embarrassed me, baby. He had to know to embarrass me. You know, the, 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 his wife should have been mad. Like, nigga, why you, why you didn't defend her honor? You weak-ass nigga. So they knew the nigga would have lost physically. You know, that nigga was like a spaghetti noodle. So, they, you know, but baby, how we going to get back? And that probably was their idea. You know, uh, such and such, no, such and such, and we eat lunch there at her, well, well, you know. Because who else can plug? Who else can make that connection? His, his the women. The women. That's how they plug them in. They go. We know how to get them back. Oh nah. And after you know, that, I, I know. I know a little bit about women. Man, I got gang aunties. I got five sisters. You know what I'm saying? I know a little bit about women. Women got connections because they go out. They they eat. They raise babies. They you know a, a woman get pulled for like five fingers. Like she got a lot of titles. She's a sister. She's a mother. She's a friend. She's an employee. You know what I'm saying? So they 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 have to be out in public making connections to people. Feel me? I can see her going about and you know in that area, and she from New Covenant Camp and the Hebrew Camp, the, the conscious so-called conscious woman. They got to go somewhere and meet and talk. So I can see them making that connection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got four of them, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of four. You know, I'm gonna use pep terms and I'm gonna disrespect, but yo, if he got four holes, it's down for the crown. One of them. I need you. I need you bitches to go find one Hebrew hoe man, and, and, and you know that's that's unsatisfied with his pimp, with, with the Hebrew pimp, and bring the nigga back to the other uh, layer. And we gonna dissect it. We gonna put this bug in their ear. She gonna promote this. You know what I'm saying? No, you said that shit about this down for the crowd. You know that's what his name is. He's the head of the crowd. He's the head of the crowd. <laughs> that's his name. The illustrious head of the crowd. I don't know, the Davis Super Soup Tet. Super Soup Net or some shit like that. Now, I'm mad because I know a pair of places in these streets, man. And, and, and most people, you know, you're going to be doing that, do that, man, but don't be trying to trick me like you're a conscious morality leader, nigga. And I should follow you. Yeah. And you're leading and you're leading the prime example of morality and success. For, get the fuck out of here, nigga. Your yeah. actions, your behavior contradicts that. To me, the nigga ain't, ain't got enough money. The nigga got a lot of hand, time on his hands in regards to how you fuck with them Hebrews. Yeah, man. How you so got that much time, you know, to deal with, you know, let alone debate with motherfuckers I, who you, you know, come on. You robbing Peter to pay Paul, man. You know what I mean? Because you ain't get yo, listen, man. He robbing Peter to pay Paul, man. He talks such a good, he talks good, man. I'm telling you, that's that, that's that Z York in him. That's New York know how to get money up out of people, man. Make them donate crazy heavy. Make them donate heavy, man. Because it seems like he, he's saying all the right things, man. He he know all the stuff that people don't know. And he know the words. You know what I mean? Like, he got all the information that people don't got. He know all the right words to say. And so when he, got, when he start putting out the words, you know, you dealing with real estate, he he's uh, he understands the real estate jargon. Then he moves into you know the uh, uh, political jargon. He knows religious dogma. He knows a little bit about taxes. He going to hit you with the understanding about how you should invest in gold. And when he, now, 
Hold that right there, brother boy, because you from out there. You know, you from Connecticut, but you from out there. What is how much does the typical lot or building cost over there in the East Coast? Right. A, a lot. Just come here. Just come here. How much? How much for a small little house? Outside, you know, or in the in the city, or outside the city, out there in New York. I'm Black Power. Uh, you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay, so if a nigga has at least five properties, and he has to have insurance on him, and, you know, we're talking about a millionaire, right? Yeah. Like, now, y'all from, from New York. Do he look like and smell like a millionaire? Ah, man. I like a nigga who hustling, man. I like a nigga who hustling. I'm, I, 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 man, it's documentaries out there, man, of niggas who are not trying to be moral leaders. They just turn their paper around. You know, ex-pimps. <laughs> I'm going to help him out. Ex-pimps. Uh, 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 this one nigga out there, uh, uh, from uh, he was he from New Jersey. He ran a little internet shit, little internet sex shit, and turned his money into he one of the most biggest real estate moguls over there. The proof is in the pudding. This nigga go in the house and show you the trades. What we finna do is we finna knock this wing out right here, and we're going to turn this two-bedroom into a three-bedroom and add a closet. And by, by, by creating this two-bedroom to a three-bedroom, we raise the property value. Okay, what we're going to do here, we're going to knock all the uh, uh, wiring out here. That's going to run about 2500 but it's going to raise our house value up about 5000 You see the point I'm making? Hmm? Nigga, don't show me no motherfucking paperwork. Show me how to assess property. You have to show that. You feel me? Uh, when you want to sell a house, they do the walkthrough, right? Okay, we got the paperwork. The house says worth. See, no one questions shit with their common sense. Okay, the house is a uh, condo here. We got two bedroom condo. That's one hundred thousand. I'm, I'm trying to sell y'all this condo. No swimming pool. No central air. Nineteen sixty five wiring. May have lead and asbestos. You see lead and asbestos in the house. You gotta make them kind of assessments when you buy property, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need to. You don't even. You don't even know how to fill out no motherfucking paperwork. You need to know how to spot the shit. You need to know what it is. I say. I got to do a little going to home program on on on, on 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 cable, and you see successful real estate motherfuckers. A lot of them decorators they be gay, but them niggas be, you know, you know I'll be in the, the VA. Uh, uh, I was at the VA house where my dad is, so. They got that boring shit on. Either they either watch. It's funny. The VA house where you play Texas Ranger all day. Uh, uh, football if it's on, and little home network and food programs and shit. So I, I you know, I got to kill time. So I'm in there watching the little motherfucking food program, and then the housing shit came on. And these motherfuckers go out and they find couples, successful small business people who own two, three properties, and he he, he gives them a nice deal for services. And them niggas is they 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 you know. Tw- they did 24 days, 12 days, and that should be done. Feel me? But the whole process of the show is visual. They talking a lot, but it's mostly the visual work. They got they going back to the house. It's pro- you know you see the point I'm making. Nah, you making a good you making a good point too, Minkarab, because that's the main thing about uh, about a home is that you got to understand what you're getting 
you got to be able to look and assess whether or not it's dry rot in the wood, whether or not the foundation is strong on the house. You know, you got to be able to understand, um, you know, if they've got a basement, you know, you got to be able to see what, you know, you got to be able to look at the pipes, see how old the pipes is, see if they're going to need new piping, all that shit. Like you're talking about electricity, everything, heating, air, all that shit has to be assessed because those things right there are critical in how much money you're going to have to put in after buying the house. Right. Now, let's, let's use our analytical minds. Most motherfuckers who are successful in real estate own or have a small construction company, am I right? They may not have a full crew construction workers, but they got maintenance men, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, save a dollar, right? To save a dollar. Okay, okay. If he, you see, when I talk like this, the nigga polite will, he, he going to use his back door. Well, I, I, I'm a broker, really. I just make the deals. I deal with the paperwork side. That's bullshit. I got a bike boy I, I go to school with, and this nigga, he an archaeology like me, but he, he he's good because this nigga's in real estate already. So I'll be out with him. You know, I want the white assessment. How much, you know, this, 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 what's the tax bracket in the zip code? That nigga, oh, that's, that, that's a $100,000 house right there from the pool. He, he give me the rundown. Feel me? Oh, okay, thank you, uh, Hunter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, and, and 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 his dad is a construction. There's a connection there. Why, nigga? You want to be able to make deal. If you're a broker, you on commission. You want to be able to get a nice fat commission. It's like the same thing niggas be doing insurance and shit, right? Huh? I'm gonna charge you high. We spent the money, right? So we gonna do is to save you some money. I'm gonna bring my own crew in. They may not be able to do the electrician shit that you know, but they could do the masonry in your house. They can get rid of, like, Brother Little just, I mean, Brother uh, Bone just said, uh, 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 get them termites out the house. Then we go, uh, uh, you know, my man do insulation. Feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the more we get into real estate and talk, the more we see there are more job titles. So, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a crew going to be needed for that situation. Then we get into permits. You see, when they when they when they finna build a new uh, a building or whatever, a small house, they finna do the the plumbing on your house or so forth. We talking about permits. They may need to close down the street. They may need to turn your water off. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta know how to pull permits. Yeah, you're right about that. Cause all that shit, even turning the house from a two bedroom to a three bedroom, you gotta get all that shit up to code. Make sure there's a there's a uh, right amount of uh, outlets inside the room, all that shit. Okay, let's take it even more basically. Let's just say polite, um, or let's just say uh, any nigga, any nigga. Um, uh, 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 I got a two. I'm in New York. I got a uh, five bedroom. I mean, a five uh, unit little complex, right? There's only five units in there, right? And I'm renting some of the shit out, right? I'm renting uh, four units. They pay rent. I'm going to have to have a little maintenance man there, right? Yeah, you're going to have to. you got four units. You're going to have to have a couple people who do that. Now, work. I ain't the smartest man in the world, brother boy. So, yeah. But I'll be watching my movies, and it's hard to mu- it's hard for black men to muscle their way into the mob brand, 
construction industry in New York. Feel me? <laughs> the Irish, this is my knowledge. I'm from California, but I heard the Irish and, and the Italians run the construction. Well, over here in Connecticut, yeah. you're dead right about that shit. Now, I know in New Haven, it's hard as hell for a black man to put up a viable construction company. Brothers done put them together, but they cannot get contracts at all. And they, they don't even be wanting them to get the little, like, cleanup contracts, the bullshit. Like, they don't even want them to get that, to do demolition. So, and all you see is it's an Italian company. Like, there's mobs. There's Italian mobs over here. Right. Now, let's take it a step further. Let's just say he got the successful, you know, five-bedroom units he rented out. Now we got to deal with law. Evictions. That's another job. See what I'm saying? You may have to evict some of your tenants, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see a paralegal in the Nuwabians who deal with the litigation of, of filing for motherfucking evictions. I don't see a crewman. I don't hear about no new covenant construction crew, small construction upgrades. I don't hear about no uh, 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 goddamn even grounds upkeeping. Even for so, okay, let's just say you got businesses. You don't have uh, uh, um, a living quarters building that you have, you know, you got a little factory, not a small factory, a, a corner store shop, right? Little mom and pop spot, and you don't, you know, someone, you, you rent it out, and they got a store in there, right? If you got a little line out there and stuff, you're going to have to do the upkeeping for that. You want to you want to keep that in-house to save money, right? Yo, Mikara, you, yo, listen, Mikara, you saying something. Fuck me. Saying some real important shit because word life on some real shit at the least. Yo, the way that the way that it come across as hard as niggas is balling and getting brass, definitely a construction company, a maintenance company, at the least that would do demolition, come in, could do the sheet rocking. Because you have a large community of people who are buying things in all different places, that would be something that would be key to have, especially on the East Coast. You know, New Jersey, New York, you got people who are purchasing. So to have a construction company would be key. Yeah. It's hard keeping a construction company up if you have a big crew to maintain. But you have a small, what they call a maintenance crew. Right? You know what I mean? These are niggas who you may get paid under the table. Yeah. He got steady employment, right? I don't see them standing up when he because he likes to he likes he likes to do what white folks do. These are some of my satisfied customers, and and he when you want to give testimonies and shit, right? I want to hear the testimony of the you you, you know your reliable maintenance motherfucker. I've been I've been for like nine years. When I got out to pen, homie, I had nowhere to go. I was good with my hands, but you know he knew that, and I don't know the paperwork of it, but. You know, he, he put me in the construction, man. I oversee 16 sites. I made, you know what I'm saying, the maintenance. We're putting up new roofing for this property here. You don't hear that shit. <laughs> mm. 
Probably not. Everything you said about the maintenance crews, there wasn't like... This is part of the shoes are... We live in apartments, we live in houses, some of us live better than others and so forth, but for those who are renting, you know, and for those who are owning, y'all know the upkeeping of your, your security deposit. We know a little bit about evictions, I know I do. I ain't been able to, you know, it's been some time, and had rough times, right? So if we know it's a big, it's a, it's a lot of things that a company would just having a, having a, 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 maintaining your living quarters, right? It goes beyond just paying your rent, right? Boss, it ain't running. I got the, you know what I mean? You gonna call a plumber? You may if you own your property, but in some cases you gonna call your landlord, right? Yeah, no, we, yeah. Landlord don't want to call a professional, right? Come on, man, we know what the fuck be popping off, right? They rather have a little on-site, something, you know, maintenance man. Some of them good, some of them not, right? Yeah, yeah, not. Nah, you when he can. <laughs> You're saying that, though, that's, that's how we got it rocking, like, you know what I'm saying? Because this family, we got, like, three, four, five, like, five properties right here, like, you know what I'm saying, a block away from each other, anything right across the street, one behind another, and, like, we got a plumber who, a professional plumber, but we got a couple other cats who, just in case something get messed up, you can call them, you know what I mean? You know, when the steps messed up or something, whatever, whatever. The door, door not working, door falling off, or some shit like that. Whatever, you get them come in, and do that shit. Cause like you said, you don't want to call a professional all the time. I got a homie who a plumber, but then we got the professional plumber, and it just depends on what's going on, who we gonna call. And the nigga may say, "Well, I got that. You just gotta come check yourself. You better come to the seminars and see." Well, I got to come see. You showing me everything else but what I need to see. <laughs> really, man, that's how these niggas get paid. Cause they be, yo, listen, man, I'm telling you, man, that's how they almost had me buying the book, man. They almost had me, man. Because I was like, damn, son, I'm looking, I'm seeing all the shit he's doing. I'm like, all right, this what's up right here. I'm like, oh, I got to see what this is about. You know, and then, I don't know what I caught a whiff of. I caught a whip of him talking, and what I heard was Jordan Maxwell. And he was talking, and I said, damn, that's the same shit Jordan Maxwell said. I said, I got Jordan Maxwell CD on all this um, sovereignty and all that shit. And all, got his stuff on all, you know, how to buy back housing and all that shit and tax liens. And, and Polite used the same, yo, listen, man. If y'all on the phone right now, y'all on this line, Google, go to YouTube, YouTube Jordan Maxwell. Listen to it. Then find polite talking about stocks and bonds or, or birth certificates and stuff like that. Find a video of him talking about that stuff, and you will see that they talking the exact, I'm talking about the exact same language in the exact same order, like, like, like it was a copy and paste. You might as well just have the white man there saying it all over again. And that's when I knew that a lot of the stuff that he was doing, I was like, nah, that's not going to work. 
because I knew that stuff that Jordan Maxwell was talking is not going to work. It's good. You can sneak a couple things. You can sneak a little bread. You know what I'm saying? You might be able to sneak a little bit of money here and there. You might be able to, you know, uh, save a dollar here and there. But at the end of the day, it still ain't going to be working. So, you know what I mean? You're still going to be playing in a game that you can't fucking win. Yeah. Well, we see these niggas, man. And, uh, yeah, man. Niggas, I got these niggas in my crosshairs because I just want to, I want to ask this nigga some questions. I want to ask a lot of motherfuckers some questions. Because I need some clarity. We have to see what some of these, some of these affiliates saying. Ask them, look, man, you know, to, you know, see if we can go through the, some back channels and get something popping. Shit, Black Power. Brother Mickey catch that nigga in Hollywood, home thing. Huh? Catch that nigga in Hollywood, home thing, and we'll see if he can hang up then. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what he's doing on the, you know, I don't want to tip it out there, but I got to, man. The nigga, the nigga, 80% of his motherfuckers is white motherfuckers, man. Nigga probably, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> After pimping them out to them white crackers, man. I would like to see the interaction his wife, you know, when they get around white people. You feel me? I would like to watch that behavior. You know, is it a trick, a whole relationship there? Is it a, you know what I mean? Do she get to talk as freely? You know, I don't know. But I know one thing. Nigga, you a fraud. And if you're going to be, you know, be what you're going to be. Be that. Stay in your lane, my nigga. Be a promoter. But this because you brought Dr. Sebi to Harlem. Hey, okay, okay. If he got these buildings and, and all these properties, why he ain't holding no conventions on his property like the family did in Texas? He waiting. He going to build. He building pyramids out there right now, like Dr. Young. Tell you, son. Listen, man. Trust me, Singh's going to come out with a whole new pyramid complex. He's going to go crazy. Trust I tell you what, they, them Hebrews niggas, them ISP niggas, they got a school, don't they? Yeah. They can leave them niggas alone. They ain't their religious shit, but they stand in that motherfucking lane. He brought them niggas in our crosshair. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After SETI, I'm keeping up with the history and facts. After SETI, that, that first debate with the slander shit, Set, you know, that was SETI's first impression. That was his first debate publicly. That was the first time that he used that he's still doing to this day. Slander. Right? Slander. The nigga had to get back and bounce back. So he had to get his wind back up. So he taken to the streets, him and... Uh, 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 Sonetta and them two niggas fishing. They, 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 they fishing knowledge out of Saka Amos. Saka Amos, the only smart nigga they got outside of SETI over there. Real talk. When you got a smart motherfucker in your presence, they'll rub more off or they, you know, because they'll have you looking at that shit differently. You feel me? Question this shit differently because they got different study habits and shit. Saka Amos, they, 
using that nigga information, his context and so forth. But Shaka Amos with the braid and, and, and you know, niggas trying to question his manhood, still more comfortable with dealing with them niggas, and the Hebrew niggas respect that nigga enough not to t- tell him cross the line. Because they know where he stands. That nigga's an African. All the way down, he's serious, all the way down to his tattoo on his face, to the dresses he, you know, the dress he wear, the lock he has. He is what he say he is, basically. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm a California nigga. I respect that. Be what you say you is, man. Keep it 100 with a nigga. You know what I'm saying? When nigga, you get the transformer, we're going to roll. We'll touch that shit, you know? Oh, this the, we'll vouch for you, California. Feel me? Oh, this the homie right here. Don't trip. You know what I'm saying? He a uh, woo-woo, but that nigga about his business. Okay, okay, for sure, homie. That's right. Right, and we'll leave it alone. He say that's what he is. Well, the minute we see you trickling off to the side, oh, my nigga. So, so even the Hebrew niggas, them niggas dress like wrestlers, but they, you know, to them niggas, they caught up in that culture. They, you know what I'm saying? The only nigga who ain't caught up in that culture suspect is polite. He's not really red, black, and green. And he still fuck with them religions. I don't care what nobody say. That nigga's a Muslim. I never talk bad about Islam, you? Hmm? Um, uh, Pakistanis only. That nigga's a Muslim, man. He also, he got too many motherfucking flags. That nigga gonna be wearing the fans. That nigga be wearing the Wabi and shit. That's what I'm saying. He like Dr. York, son. He's a new Dr. York, man. I'm telling you, son. Exactly. Yeah. And we, nigga, we see you. And the same thing as Dr. York, man. He's no different. Like, he wasn't the same tactics. And I'm telling you, out here, he got that land. Trust, man, he out here building a pyramid. And, and I can't even equate him to because... I, I'm, I'm, already, I'm, already, I'm not, you know, that, you know, but Malachi had a bigger following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was more charismatic. And he, he, if he had four wives, you didn't see him. How many wives did Malachi Ziyori have? Show me a picture of one of his wives. Malachi York had all of them. He had to say how many wives he had. The wise was his when he asked for him. He was super pimping. The women belonged to Malachi when they asked. No matter who woman they was, they were his. Yeah, man. You know, you could have stayed in your lane, doing all your wab, you know, your Nawabian thing. But. Just because you haven't wore that fares lately around us mm-hmm. don't mean that you're still fucking with a nigga because your language. You know, he get on that Bible and shit, but the nigga never go in on Islam. Yo, listen, you're saying that about the fares. Right now, it's a picture of polite and a fares and a whole, like, Masonic guard. Blue and white, though. I don't know what was that was, but it was blue and white what he was wearing with a yellow fed, with a yellow tassel 
on top of a blue fed with white writing. Now, any nigga in the lodge under 30 is suspect. Hmm. Yeah. White or black. You hear me? Mm-hmm. You saying that? Polite, I'm, I'm 33, polite like 28, 29, and, and if he, you know, younger than me, you know, you get your money, nigga, but you trying to jump in some shit that, that, that you need to be fucking with, nigga, this for real niggas over here, man, you know what I mean, stay doing what you're doing, real talk, but you ain't, you, 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 if you was, I mean, that's like, he's the equivalent of a nigga graduate, let's just say a nigga went to high school to college, got his master's degree, he went, he, you know, 25 with a master's degree, Joining the Masonic shit, you know, they what they accept you. That young, you feel me? I'm pretty sure none of me old crackers, uh, uh, middle aged crackers, and so forth. Whenever I ride by the motherfucking Masonic Lodge on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's one right by my school or shit. And all I see is pickups and, and SUVs and the motherfucker. Them niggas like driving trucks and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's just the protocol. You know, they probably got a car here in the truck. We drive our trucks to the lodge, but I be noticing that shit. Feel me? The black lodge probably different, but that's a that's an old fraternity because you start off with you know most niggas who join Masonic lodges they were already in fraternities when they were in college and they you know and they bachelors and getting their bachelor's degree. You see what I'm saying? That was the first thing that put them on. Like okay, my like, like my auntie down in Chattanooga. For example, she's a principal for uh, the school out there, right? She's a, uh, uh, what's it, AKA? Yeah. The purple and, uh, what's the purple and gold? Purple and, is it purple and green? Something like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, hers is pink and, pink and green. Pink and green? Yeah, my Anna, my AKA. Right. But she also an Easter star. See how that shit works? Yo, you know what? Well, later, though. She became an Easter star later, though. Feel me? <laughs> That. I wouldn't doubt that my aunt probably was the Eastern Star. I wouldn't doubt that right there at all, at all. But the Eastern Stars, they normally, they, they're they a little different, you know what I'm saying? Because, but they, they don't recruit the ladies until, yeah, you, you know, they're 30 years old and, and stuff. That would be before you might get recruited for the Eastern Stars because they like to, you know, for what, you know, uh, this hearsay. No, I don't even want to put the hearsay out there. But. Okay. Okay, for example, the bootleg, for example, right? That's black fraternity order, like we heard Steve Hooker, you know. Most of them niggas who in the bootleg, they were in the fraternity before that. Yeah, yeah, now, bootleg, yeah, exactly. Now, you're definitely right about that. But you just don't, you already have to have a fascination for that group fraternity shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll be up there shaking with these niggas at the school, but just, you know, shaking my head. You know what I'm saying? Big Ray, you need to come. No, nigga, I'm straight. Why y'all niggas still using them Greek letters? Under the guise of a Greek, fuck, I don't want to be no Delta side. No, it's a compromise. If we're going to be an African fraternity, let's just use, let's use some hieroglyph, nigga. Or, or, or let's use some, uh, 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 let's use some Amharic. Feel me? <clears> hmm. <throat> Let's use some Swahili something. Let's do something in the context that'll give us a more international presence 
because you know them niggas go from they bachelors, and then they got their little. Uh, uh, that's when you, you go through hazing. If them niggas got hazing and them big, you had to be used to it already when you was a little fraternity, right? Like yeah, this is you know them niggas. Them niggas. That's when you see them niggas. The degree they got, they got more badges than Boy Scouts. <laughs> Most of them niggas was I was Boy Scout in school, ex-military or college niggas went through. Talking about typical cracker in his fraternal order. Went to the you know became an eagle or an elk or something. That was later though. You know what I mean? Men in uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stay in men in uniform like they stay in uniform. Probably put them in them just early. Once you get in there, they like to stay in it. Well, y'all, I'm not surprised you see that nigga polite with the fans on and the little dress jacket with the white, with them with the white usher uh, yeah. gloves on. Yeah, yeah, the white usher gloves on. But I, I didn't know what line that was, the white and blue. So when I seen it, I said, damn, what, what line is that? What is he dealing with? The return of order of the police. That's <laughs> OP. You know what you said that that's all the colors that white, blue, and that yellow. Damn. For light to get busted like that. For sure. You dead on. They use them colors. I mean, why would the government. How would the government pay for a 28 year old nigga to have a house with four black women? You know how white folks like to divide black folks when they got one wife. There's some shit going for that show. Uh, he said it's in the Bahamas. In the Bahamas. In the Bahamas. Now let's look at the history of the Bahamas. Didn't the French and the English and the Spanish fight over that shit? Mm hmm. Barbados, well, that's not the Bahamas, but that's Barbados. Barbados is the one that was one of the biggest Jewish colonies. Where did me on come from? You know what I'm saying? But the Bahamas, huh? Yeah. He got to convince you. I'm going back to South Africa, though. I'm going back to Africa, too, next. Yeah, he's just all over the place. I'm going on a world tour. He wants you to know him. We didn't even, you nigga, we're not asking you. That's the whole point. It wasn't no polite, uh, you know, like you ask a celebrity. You know, what's your upcoming events? Oh, I'm going to be on tour. Ooh, woo. That's what the nigga sound like. Yeah, exactly. That's all I'm saying, nigga. Ain't nobody care about that shit. Nigga, I'm going to be on world tour. <laughs> nigga, you was a rapper now. You on world tour. You ain't left that block, nigga. You have all your events there, right? <laughs> He's a rapper, boy. He's going on tour. I'm on world tour with Muhammad, my man. <laughs> and I got to say this too, man. Because Unk did the same shit with Umar Johnson, didn't he? I say, yeah. Unk brought that, you know... And that's really left field for them niggas because it's like, okay, well, uh, how do y'all go from talking evolution to now Omar Johnson, uh, 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 stripper, uh, uh, this kind of stripper, and we are live on the show spilling the beans. 
gossip, my nigga. Just turn it into a black soap opera on this motherfucker, man. Better watch these niggas, man. Real talk. Oh, Tyler Perry-ass niggas, man. Yeah, feet on the ground, man, we the most feared. I got to put that out there. And that was funny because he was even, even, oh, God. And, <laughs> hey, shut that nigga down. <laughs> he came in and shut him down, too. Oh, man. Uh, in the black radio. <laughs> y'all, hear, y'all hear that part? He came out there right after me. Hey, hey, Blay, hey, hey, hey. Nigga, be cool. I know him. And, and the funny part, when when Ronald, he did, I listened to this shit again uh, this morning. Ronald, he did that shit, he was like, niggas texting me saying I should be cool. That was Unk texting him. And Unk texts me. Driving like, I'm like, like, that nigga tripping, man. Got to go on it. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Then I think, well, I forgot who put the flyer in the hangout, but it had that nigga's logo on there. Mm-hmm. RBA. Yeah, it changed because they was going to do it on Unk show. But, um, I don't know what happened, but they didn't do it. Unk was saying because he didn't want that type of stuff on the show. He didn't want nothing negative because he wanted to talk about the RBG weekend, so he didn't want nothing negative. You know what I'm saying? He didn't want to talk about that in polite. And so they changed it to polite radio show. So I'm on the nigga head, man. I want the nigga, after, you know, Unk said he was going to get the nigga on his show. I want to ask the nigga some questions. I'll be calm and collective. Now, I'm looking for behavior patterns when I ask this nigga certain questions, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I looked at the nigga archive for his shows. This the same nigga talking about aliens a couple years ago, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> the alien convention. Aliens, metaphysics, and diet. How do you get those three together, my nigga? Oh, but you got to hear him. See, he's a slick, you know, listen. He's a slickster with the alien stuff. Oh, man, you got to hear it. You got to hear him talk about it. He's not talking. See, he, he's a, he, he, I mean, he really plays with words well. He thinks niggas don't, yeah, he plays the nigga like, like he take words, random words out the dictionary and, and play with them and don't put them in the... He uses the definition, but he don't contextualize it. Yeah, and so, right, he used alien as just meaning something foreign. Not alien like uh, um, how we... How you would... Um, how the common... The common theme of what an alien is is, is some foreign creature... From out of space somewhere. You know what I mean? All right. Look at look at the title he gave to the lecture he had with um Doctor Sebi. Last bite or something. What the fuck yeah. is that? Mean? And that's what I said. Like he used that alien thing, but he wasn't talking about nothing like that. He was talking about some totally other shit. 
come to the planet and shit like that. But he deemed it alien because he's trying to get a he, he's trying to get a buzz out of the people. Nurubu, uh, 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 the Giants, this shit called. Uh, uh, uh. Crackers keep saying the word. Start with an A. God damn it! What the fuck is this shit word? The aliens are descendants of these motherfuckers, and they come from Sumerians. You heard that? What the fuck is this? Uh, uh, uh. Ah, damn, what's this motherfucker's called? I'm gonna tip my tongue. But they're the descendants, and they're the reasons why all this is taking place, and they're coming back. Damn, what the fuck is these motherfuckers saying? Oh, I cannot think of the name of a brother, but boy, you know what I'm talking hold about, on, man. Hold on, hold on, you say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say, say it again. The Sumerians uh-huh. created these motherfuckers, and they were giants. Oh, Anunnaki. The Anunnaki. That's what he was talking about. <laughs> because they connect. I don't know how Anunnaki got connected to aliens. Mm-hmm. They said, listen to this shit, because uh, uh, I'm going to this white anthropologist who's a creationist. He's a creationist. I'm not listening to him for this creation, because I know... He gonna be able to give me. He gonna be able to rip up evolution, and then he gonna go right back to the Bible because that's all they can do. The white folks can't go. Their history can't go past their Bible. If you know that, you know you know how to get information from them, right? So he's going to this. Uh, say that shit again. What's the shit called again, brother? The Anunnaki. Anunnaki. He he said that he tried to. Uh, uh, he he said that archaeologists are lying to us because they're saying that. Uh, 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 these, 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 uh, first hominins, you know, he said the, the only difference between them, they're just up, you know, these are up white monkeys, he said. Then he's going into, uh, uh, uh modern human beings only exist 200,000 years. That's the African, right? Mm-hmm. He's saying that, and he's going back to the creations of the, the Anunnaki. He said that. These superior extraterrestrials came here and created servants who needed gold. Now, I also heard this shit from Phil Valentine. Talking about they were snorting powdered gold. Yeah, you heard this shit before? Yeah. Have you heard this shit before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the niggas about the mining the gold. Not some- I, I I don't recollect the snoring powder gold. But the cracker said the cracker said the reason why we find thirty thousand year old mines in Africa is because these were the first creations of Anunnaki. I'm baffled to myself. They would rather say the Anunnaki created the first man. They'd rather say these were African people, and we don't really have a date for Africans that go back. We don't know the the, the oldest African, but we know how far we are. Feel me? So, so he even. Go read this shit up. This nigga flew around on the same shit, and I, I'm only connecting birds of a feather who flock together because Phil Valentine was at the extraterrestrial convention too. Yeah, Phil Valentine. Was there? He be tripping too. He he be tripping. This nigga went into he went into because the, the, when they get to going off into tangents, they take you to metaphysics. Metaphysics. Remember the, the brain when you don't. Who said this? I want to aim explosive. If you don't know a piece of history, because the brain has to know information, you'll create a mythology and support until you get that real truth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
That's how you, you logically react to that shit. So when them niggas, when, when they get to talking history, and the certain history parts get real cloudy and dark and confusing, you be like, what the fuck? And then he come with the metaphysics. That's the part of history he don't know, or they don't know. Feel me? History is the best qualified to research. That's the realest, all, only thing I can give motherfuckers, because that's your backdrop for, for, for foundation of truth. You don't take a position on no information you get until you get it all. Feel me? Mm-hmm. The media play off, they give you a snippet of the shit, and they do that so that you, to get a reaction out of you. And then when you, you know, the, even even the method of giving you flashy titles and shit like that. But <laughs> this whole shit with the, um, say that shit again, Brother Born, what are they called? The, the Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Polite is crazy with this shit, man. He, he just like them. He might as well be on Discovery Channel with that cracker with the, with the flashy suits and that big hair. Who's, who's talking about the the, the, the pyramids are created by aliens? Alien motherfucker. Don't really know history. The only nigga over there who really know history is Shaka Amos. Other than you know you you know it's a few other motherfuckers I ain't gonna put out. But at times other niggas who be always on camera, and and who who you gonna listen to to get some facts? Cause he backs his facts up. In fact, I think Uncle them just posted, no, the base series just put a little thing on there. It's kind of funny because Shaka going in on, on them Hebrew niggas and, you know, Uncle was there for a little visit and they weren't passing the microphone. Shaka was going, <laughs> well, no. Nah. But anyway. The base series, the base series, that's Uncle Cat page. Okay. Well, he posted that shit. He posted that shit right after that polite show when I was texting in there. Let me see if I can find it. I'll post this shit in the thing. Hold on. The young boy said it one day. It was like something, something, something. I got on getting paid. He was like, yo, he on day. People don't even know that that's his um, channel, the debate series. I got I got to check this shit out, brother. Carl's putting it on this Amos Wilson. It's a lot of heat. Black Power family, man. I just wanted to, uh, man. I got to give a shout out, man, to the family out here in Fort Worth, man. You know what I'm saying? The brother Ali Africa, Baba Amin, Ricky Ross. You know what I'm saying? The boys put together a beautiful event out here, man. You hear me? I'm still kind of, still kind of coming down from that shit, bro. I can't even lie. You hear me? I didn't get to make it all three days, but the time I did get to get to be with the people, man, it was a beautiful thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I just want to say peace to them brothers, man. Shit, we we making that thing every year thing. You hear me? All right. Nah, nah. Oh, yeah, Black Power. 
I was thinking about getting the mega bus. I thought about the mega bus. I said, man, that's going to take me forever to get back. He's been on the mega bus since yesterday coming back. Man, I said, God damn, what? They was taking a 24-hour ride to get down here. Yeah, I heard a couple of people say that, that they transportation broke down on the way and they had to do all kind of stuff to get there. You know what I'm saying? But people was able to make it down there, man. You know what I'm saying? Black power. People had their whole families out there. It wasn't just them coming. It was them bringing they... You, you don't know how many... Young kids was out there, man, draped in the red, black, and green. You know what I'm saying? Fist up, young African warriors. You know what I'm saying? Getting this information from these people, man. We gotta keep. That's what we. That's what we doing it for. You hear me? It just. It just set me back to like, what a nigga really trying to do this for, man? Mhm. You know what I'm saying? You were seeing the victory right in front of you. You couldn't be out there and feel like you couldn't win or like like we can't win. You couldn't be out there in that environment and feel like that, bro. You couldn't be out there and feel like that, man. That's wonderful right there, man. That's wonderful. Definitely. You know, uh, we glad to get that, you know what I'm saying? We glad to hear them glad tidings. And, we, and, you know, send a salute out to the family for putting together a wonderful event uh, without a hitch. You know, you know what I mean? Um, I see a lot of people that I'm connected with saying that they, you know, how uh, good a time that they had and everything. So uh, I'm just happy for that. Uh, I know that we're moving forward with this African liberation. You know, lock on where you where you at when you can, get out when you can. You know what I mean? But just mm. keep forward. That's the main thing. Keep your foot on this motherfucking gas. No matter where your ass at, keep your foot on the gas. That's number one. Sister Camille, you got any stories you want to throw in? Got any news you want to throw in tonight? Uh, not tonight, King. All right. Oh, oh, Brother Mickerah, Brother Mickerah, I almost forgot, I almost forgot, Brother Mickerah. Can you hit us with? Can you hit us with our cracker stack? Can you hit us with our cracker stack? <laughs> Did you guys know that every year 24,000 Russian women die at the hands of domestic violence? Statistics state that this is the equivalent of one Russian woman dying every hour. That's 24 Russian women dying every day at the hands of a white men. They say in the war in Afghanistan and, uh, 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 and Russia, that war lasted 10 years. And in 10 years, 14,000 Russian men died over 
but 14,000 Russian women die each year from domestic violence. Black power. Black power. Black power. Black power. Black power. <laughs> this PSA was brought to you by Feet on the Ground. Three Russian, three Russian bitches have died since the program's been on. <laughs> man, say, man, brother boy, this was a hell of a weekend just passed, man. Had a lot of, had a lot of nonsense. Had a, a lot of nation building going on all over the nation going on, man. Yeah, at one time. Now, that's what I was saying at earlier, Brother Johnson. You know, at one time. Yeah, at one time, which was a good thing. You had, the, like I said, it was on East Coast, West Coast, and down South. You can get this stuff. Yes, sir. And it was all pretty large events. You know what I mean? Um, two more than one day events. You know what I'm saying? Multiple day events. We're still turned, we're turned up large numbers of Africans. And that's what I'm saying, like, no matter what, the African movement is strong. We are strong. We just got to make sure that we stay clear of the bullshit, stay clear of the nonsense. We got agents already amongst us. So what we got to do is stay clear of letting them inside our homes. You know what I mean? We got to know, you know, you buckle down on your identification of who you deal with and don't let anybody in so close some of your personal things so they can't tell on you if, they, if you don't tell them nothing to tell on you about. So, like pals. So we're going to do it like that. We're going to lock it down, lock arms, and we've been individualized long enough that we know how to be unified, man, and still stay strong. So that's what we're doing right now. We're seeing it. You know, we it's been a long time, man. That's what I tell people all the time, man. We just got out of slavery, man. We've been out 50 years, man. We've been out 50 years. We just got allowed to vote, niggas. And, and, and I'm saying, like, and I'm just dealing with it on a colloquial type of thing, like how the people just look at it. So, mm. We've just been out for 50 years. So in 50 years, man, we moving, we moving real hard. And even if you want to look at the 150 years that we're supposed to have been out of chattel slavery, even after a breakdown 100 years ago where they destroyed everything that we had, man, we moving we moving hard with our African mind state, man. Nobody believed that we'd be this far about the religion, this far about the Bible now already. We this far Man. Man. Well, and and they pay attention to them numbers because this this is uh I mean it was like last year was like one the one main event in Texas that happened last year, the same one this year. But like you said, to have synonymous around the same weekend, we made them crackers work this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's crack power. You know what I'm saying? We made them motherfuckers mm-hmm. work. They know what the fuck to be looking at. Do we be looking over here? Do we look over these things? <laughs> so, and then what that do is, what that do is keep us from having a situation of a one charismatic leader, one group that you can just tear down. You can go to one angle and tear the shit down and then everything go down. Mm-hmm. Now, why this weekend? What's significant about this weekend? Somebody, I'm confessing the my ignorance. Thing that's significant about this weekend is that Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which is the 17th. 
Okay. Now, ain't the ain't the um the solstice just passed, didn't it? Now you might be right about that. As a matter of fact, we are some people, man. We are some. Even though we ain't in Africa, we we still got the we still got the genes of living in Africa with us in terms of summer and and the end of summer and and what next month. It's like a week to uh, uh, September. It's going to be autumn in a minute, ain't it? Yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. autumn. But in August, in August, something do happen though with with uh with the sun. We just start to get. I know it. Uh, it start to get what you call it. I don't know if it's the equinox or the solar. Let me look at The equinox is in the uh, uh, fall. Fall, first day, to, uh, five. Yeah, and the uh, summer solstice is supposed to have been July 22nd, but remember now, they moved uh, daylight savings. So now the equinox is going to be in November because they remember they removed, they moved the spring equinox into March now. Okay, okay. okay. It's harvest season, though, huh? I know I got about three more weeks. I ain't talking about just the Kush. I'm talking about oh, my daddy grew up on the farm. Let me ask you. Nah, harvest season come up next month. Yeah. Harvest season September. Not August. It's still the food. It's ripening right now. It's ripening time. You start to bring that stuff in September. The end of August, September. And saying that, my daughter did not remind me to get the ride so we can go pick some damn strawberries. Now I ain't getting no strawberries. Damn. I wanted strawberries. You know, you got pumpkins and you got apples in the fall, too. Yeah, apples coming up. It's apple season coming up. And I know I ain't going to be able to get no strawberries. I'm going to call up to an apple, but I doubt. And there's strawberries left. Yeah, my pop said harvest is now. Yeah. Like, this is the end of August. This is the end of August, beginning of September. This is, you know what I mean? He said, he said the harvest we getting, he said harvesting now is from that shit from March. Yeah. Y'all depending on what you put out there. Yeah. And because we had, up here, we had a, we had a late spring. So our harvest going to go into September because we had a late spring. Food going to need a little bit more time to mature. Mhm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Timing is everything, and, and, and crackers know that. Crackers be like these Africans are remarkable. They don't actually need to have watches to keep up. <laughs> uh. They don't need to know each increment of time passing. We got a unique relationship because time is solar. Niggas know that. I'll be there sometime today, nigga. I get over there. <laughs> uh, you always get there right on time. Like, yo, son, it's, it's countless amounts of times that I've left the house or I've been procrastinating, not going somewhere, not going somewhere, and then when I leave, I leave right on time to meet somebody that I needed to see. 
or to run into the right situation for myself. Like, this has happened to me. I'm saying it's too many times for me to count how many times I've just held off doing something and waited and waited and waited. And then when I went to go do it, it ended up a good, uh, perfect timing because something else happened that would never have happened had I not left at that exact moment. Mhm. Yeah, we made them work this weekend. We need to. You said you got that list, don't you, brother Born? Oh, where they having a having an events out here? Yeah, you read my mind. So we need to see if they plan some little uh, training. Brother Little, I think it was Brother Little who was making that uh, uh, observation with they little training uh, days they be having and shit. Yeah. If them niggas do, they got to do real time training niggas on on on, on uh, August weekend though, nigga. They know niggas, real niggas ain't playing. We we out here deep. Yeah, no, nah, they didn't have nothing. They didn't have nothing for that um for that weekend planned out. Because they had a real live uh, uh, operation. <laughs> Yeah, man. That's, that's that's a plus for us, though, man. More numbers from more last year. Mm-hmm. Man. I thought you doing this time Canada. I think Canada do something up there in Ontario. You don't know Toronto. Around the same time, they got a like a um African type of festival going on, some like a Pan African festival. That's some more news too. Um, I put this shit in early. Man, little was going over this shit. Y'all seen the little gang smear campaign they putting on uh the president in Nibia? Yeah, uh, um, and 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 I don't only bring because it's a it's a it's you know we was talking about uh the Zulu wars and the South Africa they doing that same shit they pushing a, a, a smear campaign and even though look, look at look at the conditions the president is in I mean they ain't the richest country because you look at his farm and 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 notice the security that they give him. And then look at the type of homosexuals that's in the NBA. Some of them look like they mixed, mixed Afrikaners. But look at them, motherfuckers. Look at them. You're going to be like, you know, what I, what I said to myself, what the fuck would they want in there? Because Nibia is, is still rural. There's still a lot of country in Nibia. You know what I mean? They got the city, don't you know, they got the city places and so forth. But what would, what would their attraction be? Afrikaners. Look at the tactics that they use. You know what I mean? And he making, he trying to be pushing the campaign. Nigga, if you're gay, you're getting deported. You know, they should be locked up. So these motherfuckers, you know, but it's international. They pushing this gay shit international. And when you look at the faggot movement in Nibia, look at, you know, they got some house niggas in there, some house nigga Nibians. But look, they young, a lot of them young. Feel me? Fresh turnouts. This is a trip, man. Did you just put it back in there? 
Uh, I will. Hold on. Now you can't go to court. You 
as the, as the court clerk was saying, they don't even want you to identify yourself as a mother or father in court. This is one reason why, as Africans, you don't belong in that courtroom at all, for no circumstance, but definitely not because you and the mother or father of your child can't work out an agreement. Because anytime you don't work out an agreement between you two and you have to go in front of that court, the Caucasian already thinks of you in a certain manner. But once he sees that you're not intelligent enough to be able to deal with your own child, they deal with you vicious. Trust that. So that was the wild child to the sea. Been crazy. Removing parent, I mean, removing mother and father to put parent one and parent two. The fags lobby is the fags lobby, and man, they got a lot of money. Well, also to add real quick, brother B, the fucking state owns your child. Exactly. Got a birth certificate. The state owns your child. Find a brother little. The next one we putting at home. Now I'm gonna get you. I was. I'm, I'm at the slave. At the, at the, I'm cold. Okay. Hold on. I'll see you right here. Hold on. It's that slave force. It's the slave force. See, everybody gonna be doing what I'm doing for some food though. No luchi. No, no skrilla, no bread, no cheese, no cabbage, no lettuce, no fatty, no pop. Bruh. I got you right now. I'm on my computer. Give me like, it'll be on right now. So, this is straight from the, from the cracker house. 
staff. Yeah, family, I'm surrounded by the enemy like a motherfucker today. <laughs> you can't you can't you can't get it out, bro. You want me to read from Code seven one? Is is the uh, protocol four one eight? I say, I say, I say, oh. Yeah, we got you, brother. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just load them up for right there. Hold on. The brother ain't too deep, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You right, right. <laughs> I'm talking about the big woods, too, around this motherfucker. Hold on, it's still low. I don't know what the fuck going on. I'm gonna just pop right up. Hold on. Yeah, he posted it back in the thing, but it's just loading on my um my phone. I'm trying to talk on my phone and load. Brother boy, can you see that shit? Anybody can you see that uh, shit? My shit my shit loading slow as a motherfucker. He just loaded it, he just put it back in? Is, is, is that the assessment? Yeah, I'm putting it in a talk shoot too. I'm putting it in a talk shoot too. All right, y'all the executive order. I got it, I got it. I got it. Bye bye. Let's up, let's up. Just give me one second, huh? Let me get it right. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was checking this out right here. But I did check this out. But when they put... um. Executive Order National Defense Resource Preparedness. Um, Executive Order National Defense Resource Preparedness uh, by authority vested in me, President of the United States, yada, yada, yada. Including all the and then the death. I'm part of the Defense Productions Act of 1950, Section 301, Title three, United States Code, as Commander in Chief, hereby orders the Yo, yo, read, read that other link. It's a shorter version. I just gave you the official one, so, you know, it ain't no bullshit. That's official. They got the summary on the other So it's like it's a slave labor force, right? According to Executive Order 13603, the president or head of any federal agency 
that he shall designate can conscript persons of outstanding experience and ability without compensation in both peacetime and times of national emergency. I can hear the Obama supporters now. They will write, say, write to me and say Obama will never do that. You are drinking from the Kool-Aid. Well, here it is. You can read it for yourself. All right. So pretty much the order is going to be like, basically, they're going to control you for food, right? So, so on this shit is saying, for Americans who have been targeted for cap captain most will voluntarily self-incarcerate in order to avoid starvation for both them and their families. The following excerpts from EO, Executive Order 13603, will be enacted. Third world population control using food as, a, uh, as one of the primary weapons, as one of the primary weapons, has long been a matter of a official, covert U.S. national policy for the GMOs. All right, all right. And a portion of President Obama's executive order 13603 is a continuation of that policy. Americans will be the new third world. Americans will be the new third world and your food will be withheld in order to enforce compliance with the planned slave labor in order to support World War III production. See? See? Most Americans will report the duty on a voluntary basis in order to avoid starvation. See? Duty for what? Got the um, slave force labor. Section 502. The head of each agency, otherwise delegated functions of this order, is delegated to the authority of the president under Section 710D and C and Act of 50 USC APT 2160B and C to employ persons of outstanding experience and ability without compensation. To employ persons of outstanding experience and ability without compensation and employ experts, consultants, or organizations. The authority delegated by the section may not be redelegated. <laughs> okay. This means that Obama and his fellow communists, this is what the cracker, this is his opinion now. This means that the, that the communists and his fellow, that Obama and his fellow communists seize any resource, property, or person at any time, any reason, including being able to force that person to perform a fine labor without being paid. There's only one word for force, uncompensated employment. The word is slavery. Right? Section 601, labor, uh, uh, Secretary of Labor, A, Secretary of Labor, in, co- in coordination, Secretary of Defense, and the heads of other agencies as deemed appropriate by Secretary of Labor shall. One, collect and maintain data. Collect and maintain data. Wonder why you got your motherfucking phone. You wonder why everything's free. You wonder why you got Facebook. <laughs> Nigga, collect and maintain data necessary to make a what? Continuing appraisal of the nation's workforce needs for purposes national defense. Told you everything military. Ain't nobody playing in this motherfucker but you. Two, upon request by the Director of Selective Service and in coordination with Secretary of Defense, Assistant Director of Selective Service and Development for policies regulating the induction and deferment of persons for duty in, in the armed services. Three, a 
upon request from the head of an agency with authority under this order consults with that agency with respect to, uh, one, the effect of contemplated action on labor demanded and utilization. Two, the relation of labor demand to materials and facilities requirements. And three, such other matters as will assist in making the exercise of priority and allocations functions consistent with effective utilization and distribution of labor. I couldn't say priority. Four, upon request from the head of agency without authority under this order, one, formulate plans, programs, and policies for meeting and labor requirements of actions to be taken for national defense purposes. Two, estimate training needs to help address national defense requirements and promote necessary and appropriate training programs. Like that. All I have to say in short, the whole world about to be a slave. With the new world, world man, man. I just thought they won't put the facts out there. They like y'all. They're going to have, uh, what you call them, like temp agencies. Uh, temp agencies going to be assigning your ass what to do. Okay. Report to the local temp agency. You know what that sound like? Uh, uh, Brother Hey Rue posted a, a good video uh, showing like the economic status of wealth coming out of Africa, like Gaddafi's uh, fall, uh, some of the reasons why China and Africa. And he was pointing out some, uh, uh, some America, America is broke right now. The, Amer- the European Union is broke right now. Uh, who else is broke right now? And 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 billions of dollars in debt with China, and that sounds like China is calling for those debts, and an executive order is being passed to institute tax, you know, some some not tax, but some some, some slave labor to get them to pay, you know, what I'm saying that pay them debts off the day. Oh man, you know what I mean? The timing, you know what I mean? On some razor, baby, that made perfect sense. It's a simple disaster. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was like, you know, looking at this shit and asking, like, okay, if China, if America owe China a billion dollars, then shouldn't be not one, there shouldn't be not one homeless Chinaman or broke Chinaman in America. You know what I mean? China, like you know, when you owe motherfuckers millions of dollars, you can be you can be like a debt collector. And we've noticed that uh, over your thirty years, uh, Mister uh, President, that you have not you know the the tax brackets here. You know you can you can ask for certain shit. You know I want to see y'all. I want to talk to your bookie, <laughs> right? I want to see the I want to see the books, nigga. Let me see what America's making and spending. And, you know, and why you ain't paying me a percentage of my money back. And, you know, the rate of China, y'all don't want to pay half of our own. You know, we're going to cut all the shit, and they can do that. By them just cutting off distribution for America. You know, we got all the little plastic shit, everything made out of China. We'd be fucked 
they'll be fucked up. The United States States can't play with people and um, play like they don't want to be involved with other um, groups, man. That shit just ain't going to work. And they come off as being a bit socialist, don't it? And and, and, and what's the other European term? Totalitarian? Uh, 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 no, 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 my, my bad. A fascist totalitarian state. Hmm. No, that's why they got the fascia as a symbol. put in, remember the Haitian Revolution, it began Uh, Brother B, I'd like to give a shout-out to the, you know, to the family. You know what I mean? It's a nice little event these two days. You feel uh, Brother Pianchi, it's Queen Janet, you know, little Princess Mina, you know, Brother Clean, Brother Emery, you feel? Um, yo, that shit, was all, that shit was all live. And, of course, the general, you know what yeah. I mean? So black power to everybody on that, you know what I mean? And shit, man, keep your feet on the ground, you know what I mean? Yo, you said Brother Colleen. Brother Colleen? No, no, oh, oh Brother Colleen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I just wanted to, You I, know the guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know Colleen, right? But I've seen a picture, right? I've seen a photograph, and I know I've seen Brother Heyru in it with another brother in there named Khalid. Or Khalid. Just a lean. Sure, brown. Khalid in the flesh. He was like a big brown brother with a with a like a brush cut. I was show him with a picture. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to him. But he got an afro, right? Got like a little fro, right? He got like a he got like a, a brush cut. He got like. He got he got black. He all he wear all black tights. You said what? I don't know. Just got to send it. Make a cell phone base in there. Drink a note. 
I just said, you just got to send a photo, and then I can make the confirmation. Of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when it was. The background, but you was on the far right. You was far away from him. You was far away from him. He was all the way on the, when you in the photograph, you was on the far right. And he was on the opposite side, all the way to the left of the, on the photograph. He draw. That's how I know the brother. He draw. He do the pictures for um, Sister Angela Freeman in the Super Hey Rule book. So he make them pictures. He make the posters. You talking about Kenny B? Huh? You talking about Kenny B? He had a beard, like a big ass beard with a ring. No nose in the ring. Nah, nose nah. Ring. nah. He ain't got no. He, like a brown skin brother, round face, round face. Uh, I'll show you who he's talking about. Brother. You know what I'm saying? Round face. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna say, "Hey, who the picture?" And then he know who I'm talking about. There you go. Yo, yo, let me give a uh, shout out to the Black Riders too. You feel me, uh, Comrade B? What's happening, though? I said. The red flag and green. We like to get that love, that red, black, and green love, that RBG love out to all the family. You know, like like you said, there were several different things going on this weekend. Um, family came out strong in every venue all over the nation. It shows that our movement is strong. We know that it's stronger than what we believe it is. I know it's stronger than what you believe it is. You know what I mean? But if all you got to do is believe right now, just hold on, and you'll know like I know. You know what I'm saying? So um, that is definitely love to the whole to the whole RBG nation out there, the Pan-African nation who puts it forward on this gas in the spirit of our ancestors. You know, uh, and definitely coming off the hills of one of the one of the great ancestors, one of the greatest ancestors in this modern day and time, Doctor Joseph Ben Yachana. Because as much as Margaret Garvey Alberts it to the political awareness of who we were and who we and who we are. Doctor Ben solidified it with the scholastic I mean smackdown. You know what I'm saying? To show us in no amount of time that we are the original people and that we are the ones who brought civilization forward to this planet. Black power to that brother, because I think we got to make sure we iterate that every show, every because people, why red, black, and green? Well, that's the flag of a Pan Africanist, and that it makes it short and sweet. Are you a Christian? Oh yeah, that's gonna be a problem, my nigga. What you mean? I'm 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 red, black, and green. I'm a Pan Africanist. 
my philosophy, my ideas, my politics. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, I would love to build with you, brother, but your holy land is Mecca or your holy land is Jerusalem or your holy land is India. You see what I'm saying? That's right. Hindu, whatever. And it's, it's, and, and I don't want to sidetrack you, brother, from getting to your holy land, and I don't want you sidetracking me to get into mine. You don't have to put the your, your holy land symbol on my flag. I don't need that. I don't need that. Because I'm not going to put my red, black, and green colors on your symbol. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we need to really integrate that. And that's the line that's drawn. The people, we need to unify. Y'all need to unify. Pan-Africanism, we, we had a successful weekend. We unified. <laughs> you Hebrew <laughs> niggas can't even agree with your book. Y'all Hebrew, first thing they say, uh, 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 we're not them kind of Hebrews. Well, goddamn, I need to get your house in order. But over here, yeah, we 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 over here, we doing very well, man. The big the the thing they have to keep going on is that we disorganized. No, you motherfuckers keep the disorganization going. Through your through y'all confusion, y'all keep creating confusion. You know, very confusing situations with no clarity and no purpose. Yeah. So why this is confusion? Because everybody got a charismatic, dogmatic fucking leader. That's why it's so confusing. We'd have been down that road so many times. We're like, no, this shit don't work. And see, they think we disorganized because ain't no one person you can go to and say that's the that him. That's the head. He's giving all he's the shot caller. Big baller, shot caller, like that. And see, they see it look disorganized. And they see, they feel like they organized because they got one leader. But that shit, it, it feel confused. It feel like confusion. We like, that's not African for us no more. That don't nothing now. We need, we want, we want some counsel. We'll have a, a nice group of folks to come together. We're not going to. We don't need no one person shooting all the orders out all the time. If you know how to lead in this situation, lead. Nobody's stopping that. If you know the best way to do it, then let's go with the best way. But this is not one person who he knew the best way. He knew the best way to chop trees. Then if he knew the best way to chop trees, then all of a sudden he know the best way to uh, to goddamn uh, fix a uh, you know, fix a blown head gas. That don't mean that. That don't mean he can lead every on everything. That's not what that means. Just because you can perform open heart surgery, you know what I mean, don't mean that you can uh, goddamn draw uh, draw tattoos on a person's arm. No lane, lead what you leading. Let the other person lead what they leading. That way we all move forward with a left foot forward to travel down evil. Mm-hmm. And what's the evil? The evil is things that's in your path to keep you from going. The first thing that's going to be evil is your own thoughts. Here it is. Well, this in North America. We sick with crackatosis and niggeritis. We hate everything black, love everything white. So that's the first fight. That's the first fight. You're going to have to, you have to fight that fight. 
that's going to be the hard fight every day because you're not going to really know whether or not you're thinking with that mindset or not because it's, it's a process of breaking this shit down. You know, we blind. You know, we you know we, we like to rationalize shit. So it's going to happen. A time when you're going to be thinking like a cracker, uh, saying, thinking, cracking out, and you're not going to know it because you're going to feel like you're thinking the right way. And in the heart of hearts, you're going to know it. Know this for God's sake. But it's going to be wrong. It's going to be wrong. It's going to be dead wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Katrina too. Katrina. What? Hold on. What was Katrina? Katrina. Hurricane Katrina. We like to. Uh, I know that was. That, that just passed the anniversary. But Katrina just passed. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. August twenty third. I know. I knew that was just. just look, today is twenty third. I knew that Katrina was right now. And Katrina was right now from the 23rd to the 31st. You know what I mean? Damn, it's been 10 years since Katrina. Shouts out to Brother Kareem. Uh, shouts out to Brother Emily. 
Shouts out to the brother Omar Wally. Shouts out to the brother uh, V-Dog from Black Liberation Riders. Shouts out to all the family that came through and showed up. And shout out to all and any uh, kings and queens that's in that community putting in that footwork on the pavement and putting in work with the youth and the queens putting in work with the lost queens and the young queens and make sure that they grow and that they be high. Black power, peace to the family. See y'all on Thursday. Black power to the family and people from Hold the And uh, hold the line. Just just for those that want to know what the KMT means, it stands for Cosmo. Melanin thoughts. Make sure y'all go out there and y'all pick some of that up. Support family stuff up. Yeah, I just say keep your foot on the gas, man, like you said earlier, man. Keep your foot on the gas, man. Like power to the family, man. Keep your foot on the gas, man. Like power to the family, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, man, I want to say peace to the young warriors that are the stage out there at RBG weekend. I can't remember all their names, but... Man, the young boys was bringing some heat to the state, man. The state is on fire, man. Yeah. I know you had uh, Cali Nizzle out of, I think he had him, Cali, Memphis, something, one of them. Uh, you had uh, Dominique M. Hotel for wreck the stage. And, uh... I know they shot the video for the uh for the King uh Big C new video out there. So you know you have to check it for that. Hmm? I heard, heard about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right from R B C Family Weekend you got the video. You know. Thanks for them boys, man. The check for that uh that glue, Ricky Ross C D man. He, he went hard on that host. Yeah, nah, nah, I heard, and um, um, so I hear RBG United and uh, United Front, they won the yes, single. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, um, I think who, who I think um, Black Power Radio. I think um, Steve Davis and them won the Media Award. Um, uh, Baba Min won the award for his video. And uh, Mitchell's son, he won for his um, his clothing line, artifacts. Yeah, artifacts. Yeah, yeah. Had yeah, the stuff. Artifact stuff. Well, some real shit. That's like yeah. I really, I really order a lot of stuff from him. I, I, I like, as a matter of fact, his girl just start putting boxes down. So if you uh. want, yeah, she putting underwear down for him. So. That's a good thing right there. I'm about to order me a couple pins. Yeah, I had to grab that Khalid Muhammad uh, artifact t shirt, man. You know what I'm saying? Shoot me the link to that, brother P. It's a damn show whether Bob my draws from the black man or from the China method. <laughs> black power, black power is that. Yeah, now yo, go to his website. Go to the artifact clothing. Artifact. Yeah, his artifact. Go there. And you'll, you'll, you'll look around, you'll find them. They up there. They up there. I got to also, uh, man, I say, I say what I say about that man, but, but I got to shoot him a shout-out, man, because he was out there at RBG weekend, man, with the shoes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, all I got to right. shout-out shout out to Unk. You know what I'm saying? We, we're putting our boxes on by the black man. And we're putting our shoes on by the black man. You know what I mean? By the black man. You hear me? Black power. Black power. Uh, I feel like we were out there at the RBG weekend. You know. He said, shit isn't, you know. You know what I'm saying? You know. Uh, we always say, you know, at all of them, man, he is the last one. And we think of anyone holding a line here try. And definitely give it a it give it a good college try, no doubt about that. Um, but it's a, a wonderful, you know what I'm saying? A wonderful event from all the things that I've seen and I heard, man. Right? You know. Um, hey, family, listen, man, it's been a, a nice show. You know who else I didn't get to? Is anybody I didn't get to? Uh, let me make sure.
you know, we might have, we really have to zero in on you now. And we have to zero in and see exactly what's going on. Our people are being um, led in all different types of directions. So those who want to lead are going to have to be vetted because we can't just let our people get wrapped up in personality cults once again. We're, we're Messiah-prone people. We're always looking for a Messiah. So, but, but we, um, and that's because people are starting to tell us that, that real strength belongs in the inner side of you. So with that being said, family, we, uh, I definitely thank everybody for coming out. You know, thank the family for adding on tonight. Go out, when we come in. Praise that Turner, glory to Garvey, long in the spirit, Dr. Tyler Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, long live the spirit of Sister Zane Blue Halo. Be before you. Crack it in the trunk. I'll make it too. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.